This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. Welcome to The 20 Podcast, bringing you interviews with the best DJs, producers, and music industry professionals from around the globe. And guess what? It's me, your host, DJ Spider. I'm here. What up? You guys, we're back again. Second show of the year 2021. And first show of the No Trump presidency. (laughs) Um, Feels a little bit different, a little bit cleaner. Um, You guys, I'm so excited to be here with you. Welcome to the 20 Podcast. Thank you for rocking with us week after week. We're back again with a great guest. Before I get to that, I need to give props to BeatSource because this podcast would not be possible without BeatSource. And if you're wondering what BeatSource is, well, I'm here to tell you. All right, that's my announcer voice. BeatSource is the new digital music service for open format DJs. That's right. Are you an open format DJ? Are you listening to this? Then get on BeatSource because we're constantly creating amazing playlists every week and updating the ones we have of all types of genres. And you're able to DJ off the cloud using BeatSource Link. So you could have it inside Serato, for example, or other hardware or software and have your playlists and music accessible anywhere you go. Uh, You could build it on one computer and just have it show up in another one. There is so much stuff on there. It's being added weekly, like, I mean, hundreds of thousands, millions of tracks constantly being added. Uh, The 20 playlist is really dope. It's a mixture of 20 uh, genreless open format based songs for DJs that are really dope, handpicked by Kid Spin, the music director every week. And it's great. So head over to beatsource.com. Hit me if you have any questions about it. Shout to Beatsource. Love Beatsource. Let's go. And uh, now I want to talk to you guys about today. We've got a great guest on today, someone that I was super excited to have on the show. Someone I think that a lot of you will be interested in and will be able to learn from. Um, Our next guest is part of a very musical family. She's been part of a musical family since birth. So her getting into DJing really seemed like a natural progression. Um, But with that being said, I feel like she's really earned her respect in the DJ game. And she has plenty of it coming from some of the best DJs and OGs in the game, like the Beat Junkies, the Headliner Music Club crew, Nasty Nez, and just some amazing people in the game that she didn't just get handed this. You know what I mean? Like, she has earned her way and proven it. Um, And that's what I'm talking about before the pandemic, you know? So um, before it, she was a staple in the West Coast and Vegas and beyond uh, club scene and event scene. Um, she had opened for all types of people, uh, ranging from Cardi B to Skrillex to even U2, um, doing these massive concerts opening up. She has also played on some of the biggest radio stations around in L.A., a uh, notable one, K-Day, the one of the most OG stations. She's played in Hawaii on the radio. A lot of amazing radio shows. Um some syndicated ones, The Basement, shout to E-Rock. Um, also, um, you know, she just was was killing it in her own ways, doing tons of events and stuff. But the pandemic hit and everything's changed for us. And since that, she has really been at the forefront of this DJ streaming movement. And it's been amazing to watch her um, 
build this and become who she's become just in the past 10 months. Um, I remember her starting on Instagram Live and doing her things there and then eventually moving to Twitch. She was one of the first people on Twitch and she is now a Twitch partner, which is a huge accomplishment. She has a loyal following of thousands of people that follow her and even thousands of people who subscribe monthly to her channel, which is a big accomplishment for the people that aren't that into Twitch. It's huge. Um, and she's just killing it on there, man. She's like one of the best. And so it was really great to have her on here, give us some insight into what she's learned and what, how she puts all of her stuff together. Um, she does her shows three times a week, which I could have sworn she was on every night, but I guess just three times a week uh, with the help of her partner, Just Style, another dope DJ who... Um, she gets to broadcast out of his studio and, and he helps her out here and there. But her show is amazing. She gives us tons of insight, tons of lessons on this episode, uh, just some life lessons as humans, even beyond just DJing. Um, talks about her time being a camp counselor at Camp Spinoff and her production and so many different aspects of her life that were just really interesting and the things that she's learned um, about herself through this time and this quarantine this pandemic so uh, i'm super excited for you guys to check out this conversation and get to know our guest a little bit better without further ado please give it up for bella fiasco let's go all right it is the 20 podcast and we are super excited to have bella fiasco on the show how are you feeling today bella I'm good. It's Friday, so wait, am I allowed to say that? That it's Friday? Uh, you're allowed to say that. That's what's okay. Uh, it's starting. Friday, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> it's Friday. We out here. We got Fiasco Fridays going down on Twitch tonight. So power. It's Friday. You ain't got no job. It's like so <laughs> relatable now. Like, yeah, you're right. It's Friday, and I ain't got a job. Exactly. Well. <laughs> You do have a job, actually. True, <laughs> you got the true. you got the ten thirty four crew waiting for you uh, tonight. So <laughs> when my <laughs> family members ask me, like, "What do you do these days?" and I tell them I stream, they don't know one. They don't know what it means. Even if they knew what it meant, they're like Twitch. What I is know. that? Isn't and that explaining crazy? it to people, explaining it to people who are not like don't know what the hell it is, is so. I feel like I sound crazy. Like, well. I um, DJ in this empty room with a camera in front of me and people talk in the chat and they just don't understand it. So I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what to tell y'all. I just, I play music and people watch me. You're like, listen, I got 52,000 bits last night. All right. <laughs> <laughs> How many oh, bits I do did remember, you get? <laughs> I do remember getting like a thousand bits, right. And one of my family members tuned in and he was like, does that mean you got a thousand dollars? And I'm like, <laughs> one bit is one penny i wish <laughs> i know isn't that funny like if someone came up to you in the club and gave you 12 pennies like what would you have done but now you have to be like oh my God, that's thanks hilarious. thanks for the 12 bits i guess you know like Dude, and i do appreciate hilarious. it of, you know but what no I mean, shame like oh we my used God, to be that's a, hilarious like, if someone gave you the three dollars, you'd be like, "What is this?" Now we're like three hundred bits. Let's go. Yeah, you'd be like offended in in real life. I used to get offended when somebody would hand me like a dollar. Like, okay, I appreciate it. That's cool. But like, and it's right. usually like guys that are like, "I'm popping bottles." Hey, DJ, you want five dollars and you play this song? I'll be like, "Motherfucker, 
You just spent 3K <laughs> on your table. You're going to give me five bucks to play freaking Yeah by Usher. But the whole, the whole like bits thing, um, honestly, that is funny. Um, actually, uh, uh, Just Dial is the guy that I do the stream with. Um, yeah. He basically handles all the, the technical stuff. And he's also a dope ass DJ and producer. Um, yeah, he is. He, he actually changed my, my, you know how you have the, the activity feed? Yeah. So he changed that to where only bits over a hundred show up. Cause that would mean it's a, what is What is hundred bits? It's a dollar, right? It's a dollar. Right. So he was like, just so you're not talking too much on the mic and shouting at people that are giving you a penny, let's just like filter it out a little bit. If they give you more than, if they give you a dollar at least then you can shout him out. Cause he's like, you're, you're shouting everybody. Yeah. We got to filter this shit out. <laughs> That's so true. I know my first few streams, which I haven't done close to as many as you have, but my first few, especially my first one, I tried to talk to everyone in the chat. And then later yeah. I was the most tired I've ever been. Like I've done eight hour sets yes. in real life after the stream. I was like, I've never been this exhausted. And some of my friends were like, yo, you shouted out every single person that said anything. And I'm like, okay, you're right. I need to chill. Like I was trying to go too far with it. So yeah. Like all of it is trial and error anyway. Anyways, like we're also trying to see what works and what doesn't. Like I, I yeah. feel like I'm still stuck on the whole acknowledge everybody that comes in just because it makes me feel good. And I feel one, I do feel accomplished when I do it, but two, also, I want to make sure that they know we see them. And, um, but it does get a little overwhelming because then you're like, okay, now it's like becoming a routine where I have to do it every time I stream. Right. So now I can't turn back. Like now I have to do it. I but know. it does Maybe get, you can like, it, it gets tiring. <laughs> wean off of everybody and because when you look at the super uh popular streamers like some of those political people or the gamers like they get so many comments that the people have to like pay for them to see a comment or something after a while yeah. you know yeah so yeah i mean you might be getting to that point <laughs> no i you, you, but i i i i I am a little better at it now because I've gotten used to just like reading the chat as fast as I can while blending a song, while searching in my crates, while typing shit, while, you know, all of that shit. I know. You do get just like, you really do just get used to it. Like it becomes like you're practicing every day to do that. Cause the first few yeah. times I'm like, there's no way I can do this. I remember just like after my first two streams, I literally remember telling just that, like, as soon as we like, unplugged everything i'm like bro this <laughs> i literally feel like i got beat up in like every different part of my body this is right? so exhausting i'm like first i don't even think i've read that much since the pandemic started i don't even read text <laughs> messages i haven't read headlines I, I don't you know what i mean exactly and i was like yeah and 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 I, I remember um so my first time on twitch i had never really been on twitch to watch other streamers i kind of just like went in cold um yeah so everything was overwhelming for me from all the way from 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 the what do you call this like like the way the chat looks like i just i have like ocd with a bunch of things like i didn't like how many colors there were i didn't like how many different fonts there were i didn't like people's overlays like yeah, shit right. just gave me anxiety True. i don't like i didn't like emotes like i was like why why are there such thing as emotes i don't want i don't want to see this you know what I mean? And everything yeah. was overwhelming, but you, you do, it is a whole new language, but you do get, you, do, you get acclimated to it. And then now, you know, now it's like the best thing ever.
<laughs> yeah. No, you're, I mean, it is. And like you have taken advantage of it. You're definitely at the forefront of it. And you're good at reading the chat and all that. I mean, I thought I was good at it. And I went in, um, I was on like Cleveland Terry's show or something a couple of days ago, just watching it. And he had one of the guys from Pioneer on. And the guy's like, hey, man, like, I always say what up to you in your chat and you just ignore me all the time. And I'm like, no, I don't ignore, uh, you know, and I don't even have that many people in it. And I was like, I thought I was being very good at talking to people, but I guess uh, I'm, I'm missing, you know, I don't yeah. know. I, I guess it's that like, luckily just style, like you said, knows all that stuff because I had also Flowtron help me on the back end and go, look, put your activity feed here, put the chat. Right. He made the font bigger. I was like, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Cause I'm sitting here squinting. Like, what are they saying? I don't know what's happening. Um, yeah. It totally so, helps a lot. Right. There's those tricks, like make the font bigger, have your activity feed. The hundred bits uh -huh. thing is actually good. I mean, no offense to the people throwing the 12 bits. I, I know, appreciate it. I know. Yeah. Same here. But a little weird. I mean, if I'm given a bit, which I just started giving bits in the chat, I, I always do the subs, but the bits was like, so yeah. I don't know. I couldn't deal with it. I don't know why. So I just yeah, started. I'm either. like, okay, let me get a couple thousand bits. I'm going to give you a hundred bits, hundred, five hundred. I don't know what the <laughs> hell, you know, like it's just, yeah. it's crazy. Um, this guy that used to uh, pop bottles at my gigs, he would come in the chat and he would, he, you know, he, he'd spend a little money in there too, but he would always be like, Bella, you used to give us so much shit for asking you to shout anybody out or for asking right. you to shout out our table, blah, blah, blah. And now you over here shouting out bits. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's, it's, like I said, it's a whole new, it's a whole new world. I don't know how it's going to be like outside of this or after this, when we do go back out in, you know, the real world, like, I know we're like in this weird place, dude. Like this whole thing feels like a dream right it's just like it's what crazy. like I, I don't know it just it, it blows my mind because like obviously in the beginning of the pandemic we were like we're probably gonna go back to normal like you know around august summer maybe a little after summer yep we're in we're like in the new year now and it's still we're still here so um uh. it's 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 strange and it's scary i think uncertainty is like the one thing that always scared me i just liked like in in, in general i'm just a very i like routines I like having a schedule. I like knowing what I'm doing tomorrow, next week, next month. So not having any of that and kind of just going day by day is 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 scary. But I've learned to just like just like chill. Just just take it day by day and do what you can and do your best and that's it. And I used to yeah. hate when people would give me advice like that, you know? Like I used to be yes. like, I'm not a day by day person. I need to know what I'm doing ahead of time. Like I got things to do. I, I like having a to do list. I like having an agenda, but like you know, like now it's like, we are taking it day by day. You don't have a choice. No, it's so true. You have to like get Zen with that or like tap into that yeah. feeling because same thing, like it's so uncertain. And when people ask me certain questions, even it'll trigger stuff. Cause they're like, what, what are you doing with this? Or what do you think's going to happen with this? I'm like, how am I supposed to know? Like, I didn't think yeah. we'd be in this position in January. Like we're, I'm making the best of it. I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing uh -huh. Twitch streams. I'm trying to figure out online corporate event thing. I don't know. You know, yeah. we're all try just working on new projects, doing production and all types of stuff. So there's no same. Like I've had to tap into that and like, like you have that 
like competitive thing where we all so all used to look at each other like okay they're traveling around they're djing in vegas right. but now there's nothing it's like twitch or states that are open like you know texas florida yeah. type gigs but but yeah there's no way exactly. to know and it's evolved yeah. in a weird way like before we started recording we were talking about that you were on road podcast in may t- talking about streaming and i listened to some of it and you guys are talking about ig live and <laughs> You what know, is and, what? I've never heard of that. Exactly. <laughs> and like so, talking about so like, ex- like it was like a different world. Like listening to DJs talk about streaming in May, what it, and now talking about it in January, right? it's like light years have gone by, you know? And, uh, We're all talking about like, what's the best way to stream on IG Live? Do you have the iRig? Do you, do you use the shore? You yes, know what I mean? Like, totally. <laughs> and to, 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 <laughs> It's 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 funny. Like we were really streaming from from our fucking cell phones. Yeah, I know. And it's beyond me reading it. the chat from the cell phones. Yeah, I know. How hard was that? You couldn't see any of it. And now you see some yeah. of these other uh, sites. Like I see Facebook Live. You can send um, hearts, and each heart is a cent now. It's like bits. They're starting to implement it, and you can pay and be a supporter for four ninety nine instead of subscriber. Um, Facebook oh just God, implemented I did not it. Know that. Yeah, and now IG Live has a thing where you can buy hearts, and you can buy either one heart, two heart, or three heart, and it shows up next to your name in the IG Live, and you're basically a heart supporter for that month. It's they're all oh starting to like. Do it. I did you know? not know so, that. So they're following suit because like Twitch just yeah. knew to, you know, Twitch knew what it was too. And and, yeah. and obviously having someone like Anil who is like working with DJs closely, having like that personal like line of communication with someone, you know, from from Twitch, helping the DJs out, like get this whole thing started. If you had any questions, you can literally I remember when when Iraq connected us. And he was like, if you have any questions, just like text me or, or, or message me or whatever. And I'm like, really? I was like, I don't have to like email like twitch.info or some shit. He's like, right? no, any any technical shit you need to know, just ask me. And I'm like, this is crazy. And any, any other like, just any other piece of knowledge or information that you would have needed to know about Twitch, he was always willing to offer any like any insider, whatever. And, and that was that to me was like a big deal because it's like these motherfuckers want us here. We're welcome yeah. here. So they're gonna try their best to keep us here and take care of us. And I know there's a bunch of like copyright bullshit happening right now. Knock on wood, fingers crossed. Uh, they haven't. I mean, it hasn't affected us on Twitch yet. I hope right. not. But but I, I I you know I I do I do think that they they want us on the platform and they do what they can to keep us on the platform. So we've been we've been blessed because I mean. I mean, and right now you talking about Facebook and and IG following suit. I didn't even know that they were doing that. I just saw it one day and I was watching the streams on those and I was like, what the hell? Like certain creators on Instagram have it. And then uh, on Facebook, I don't know who has it either, but I saw it like all popping up. I'm like, oh shit, they're trying to come at Twitch, you know, and and battle them. Um, Not going to happen. No, but but I think exactly (laughs) what you said, like, like the fact that Twitch has people that work there that will reach out to us directly, be in our streams, support us, right? Uh, support DJs, actively help them and, and do different things to support them is huge. No other site 
or companies do that. And the ones that do are the ones that win. The only other companies that I can think of that are similar in that respect is like Serato. Serato has real DJs that work there that will reach out to us if we have a problem and help us when we're on stage with something messed up, send us records, like be happy that we're part of the company. And it shows the loyalty from the DJs then after a Mm -hmm. while shows, I feel like. So that's what you want to do is like have a real company with where you have interaction with your people. Like I would have no idea who to talk to at Twitter or Facebook or Instagram Yeah, exactly. if I had a problem with a live or, and then same with the whole asking, um, I mean the DMCA thing, like I feel like sometimes everybody's so worried about like, what if we get shut down and, and this and that, like sometimes it's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission or, you know, whatever that saying yeah. is like, yeah, that's just, You've built this huge community. If you would have sat at home worried about the DMCA, like you wouldn't have your 1034 supporters. You wouldn't have the subscribers and all this <laughs> stuff. Even if all this shit gets shut down in two weeks, you still did that and built this whole thing, which I think mm-hmm. is important. And if you would have worried about like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, I think that's kind of stupid. Obviously, we want to follow rules and stuff and not get arrested right, or yeah. get in trouble. But like... If Twitch is reaching out to us, obviously they're supporting us and they're going to do their best to make this work, right? I mean... Yeah, every time they've had anything come up, like everyone gets the same email. Like they want, they, they, you know, we've gotten emails telling us that these are things that you can do to prevent this. These are things that you can do to help us, you know, keep it intact or whatever. Um, Yeah. But I, I think the coolest thing about the DJ community on Twitch also is that like, it started off like really small and I'm pretty sure that's probably why Anil was able to kind of like grow and reach out to certain DJs personally. And we all grew together. Like we all built it together and it happened like within the blink of an eye. Like it was like one day maybe Twitch had, I don't know, like five DJs and now there's like 5,000 DJs. Like it's just, and it happened organically and we all did it together. We all like developed it together. I think that's yeah. like the coolest thing because because it really did become just a whole new outlet for all of us and 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 maybe last year we didn't even know what the hell Twitch was. I never knew what Twitch was until last year, but I only knew about it because my roommate was a streamer and he wanted to like he wanted my my subscription or something on Amazon Prime or I don't know something like that. <laughs> and I was like, make an account for me. I don't care. Use my name or do whatever. But I didn't know anything about it. It was yeah. like so foreign to me. That's crazy. And now we're and, all there. Yeah, exactly. And wait, is your roommate just style? No, no, no. Um, oh. my roommate when I was in Vegas. Oh, god. He it, does gaming. It. Yeah. All so right. just style lived um lives in front of my uh, across my parents' house. Okay. So and- so I stream ac- across the street from my parents' house. Oh, okay. So that explains why it's your parents so or your family can easily come over and just yeah. and all he's, that. He's extended family. I've known him since, since we've known each other since we were little. So like me being in his personal space in his studio is literally just like me fucking knocking on his door, asking him if he has coffee. <laughs> right, right. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. So, and so is he the main reason why you got into streaming or was there another person that mentioned um, it to you? So it was, it was initially E-Rock and Justal. Um, okay. Justal, like he always brought it up to me, like, cause, cause he had been, um, 
he's been uh, streaming DJing stuff on Twitch way like for a few years now. And and I know that oh, it's not wow. not a lot of DJs were doing that. Yeah. I, I, I remember um in his last stream I saw someone subscribe for like I think the eleventh month in a row or something like that, or like uh, two years or something. And I was like, that's crazy. I've never seen that on Twitch because you know, all of us started Same. maybe eight months ago. Right. Um, but anyway, so he would always be like, there's a whole new world on Twitch. You got to try it out. Even before, even before the pandemic, he would mention it here and there, but I would just be like, like I said, like, I don't know anything about Twitch. I'm an old lady when it comes to new technology or when it comes to new platforms, I'm just like, eh, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And then, um, and then the pandemic happened and then IG live started to happen. And then E-Rock was the one that was like, dude, I'm telling you right now every DJ is going to want to be on Twitch because this platform is going to welcome all of us with open arms. And this is, a, yeah. it, it's going to be a new channel for all of us to explore and, and whatever it is, he's like, you just, you got to do it. And then it got to a point where IG live was cracking down a little harder than they were. You right. would get shut down like every 10 minutes and I got timed out. And then it was just, it was just a hassle, like buying a bunch of different stuff for IG live just to stream on my phone. And then, you know what was so annoying whenever you'd get cut off? I didn't even care if I would get cut off. I'd be like, okay, cool, start again. But like leaving the your 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 DJ area to to tap back the the start thing on your phone was so annoying. And I'm like, I can't. This is this is this is getting really like annoying. Right. And that I was doing on my own. And then, you know, so E Rock and Just I were like, some step it up. Let's do let's do Twitch. It's like a professional streaming platform. So and then and then yeah, and then Twitch happened, but it was, it was definitely E-Rock, E-Rock and Justal who like really like just gave me the push. And like I said, like I've always been hesitant and like apprehensive when it came to any, any platform that involved just like being on camera or, or talking on the, on the mic, even though yeah. we weren't really on the mic, but um, like IG live was a big step for me. I, I had right. never done anything like that. I like I didn't have like YouTube videos. I didn't have like promo shit. I didn't have anything. Like even my promo stuff were like four years old. Like you, you know, promoters would be like, "Girl, we need to update your photos. They're really old. You don't look like that no more." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've I've always been, and you probably won't yeah. believe that because I take selfies on IG all the time. But like, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's it was never my thing. I like I, I could never you know I was just wasn't comfortable with that. So IG Live was a big step for me. But then when I yeah. realized oh I just needed to get it out the way. Now I'm getting a little bit comfortable with it. Then I was like okay I think I think Twitch might be the move. I'm I'm comfortable with that idea. And then the first few streams were like I said overwhelming. And then eventually you just get comfortable with it because yeah. um and the thing I like about it the most too is that uh. When I was trying to figure out how I wanted to approach my stream, uh, I, you know, my first instinct was it's a bigger platform, so I should probably get in my Bella fiasco mode, which is like use your club voice, you know, DJ your sets should sound like your headlining sets. Yeah, so my first few streams were like that, and then after a while, I was like, this isn't this isn't me. And I, right. and I, and I felt so phony up there, you know, and I always preach about being like you. So I was like, this isn't me. And then I developed, um, I, I curated like how I wanted my, my streams to be. So I had, you know, my Mondays, my Wednesdays, my Fridays, all are different from each other. But then my, my, 
my takeaway from that is that it's it, the best way to approach it is just do anything that feels the most natural to you. So right. all my streams feel the most natural to me from, from format to, to how I talk to people, to, to, to how I play and how I present myself. It's just been gradually, I, I became more comfortable with just being me, even though that used to be the most uncomfortable thing for me is I didn't, I didn't want to be me in front of people because I felt like I don't want you guys to know the real me. You know what I of mean? Course. Like you don't get to know the real me. And then now it's like the best thing. It's like the, my, my best approach is just, I'm just, you know, me. That's and I great. Definitely yeah. do not use my, my club voice. <laughs> right. No, I noticed that you notice it with a lot of DJs, like either when they first get on or that's just what they've carried into it. And there's no right or wrong answer. So no yeah, judgment absolutely. on them, but I do see the same thing. Like sometimes people will be screaming in the mic at the audience or do this or get up or let's go. And I'm like, yo, like I'm sitting at home right now, like washing my dishes or eating like yogurt and granola or so, you know what I mean? Like I'm not in the club, so I'm with you, but like I'm taking oh a shot of God. like green juice or something, you know, like I'm not necessarily in that mode. Yeah. So I, you know, and there's, you can do all sides of it, but that has been the ongoing theme uh, with a lot of the people on this podcast and DJs I've talked to outside of it with be yourself, be authentic, find out what's authentic to you. And <clears throat> like that echoes kind of what a lot of DJs I think went through in, in the nineties and stuff. And like mm -hmm. in this time before it was like social media and everyone was looking at us, we would be like, I'm buying records. I got to figure out who I am. Like, it, and it's like, yep. it echoes that in a way where like, okay, you can recreate who you want to be and who you are. And like, of course you could make a fake thing, but, um, I guess streaming is that is almost like a microscope or an x-ray vision thing where y you can do what you want, but people are going to see through it if it's not totally yeah. real, you know, and you can yeah. tell the streamers that get a lot of um, loyal people have this real connection and authentic connection. And that doesn't have to be like telling them every secret of your life. It's just like right, you said, right. being yourself and doing things that are that actually mean something to you so people can see mm -hmm. the look on your face when you're playing the song you like or you exactly. know that kind of thing right yeah yeah i've i've and and even um talking to like dj peers who wanted to start streaming um in the last you know eight months they would always ask for advice and i i i didn't have like any advice that would set i, I would just be like seriously just be you like how you think you are in the clubs is not you because i know yeah. i know that for a fact no fucking dj in the world is the same person they are in the dj booth as they are in real life right you know so i'm like just just be you and then and one of one of them is like you know he's a pretty prominent dj and he is always the on 10 dj yeah yeah and then the first few streams of his were like very like i'm headlining i'm talking shit on the mic i'm using my you know the uh in my mic voice and i was yeah. like try this one time just try one stream and you can call it a pop-up just like play whatever you feel like playing play shit you play in the car play shit you play in the you know when you're cooking whatever it is and yeah, talk so to people true. how you would talk to them you know if you were on the phone if you were just having a conversation at a restaurant with somebody i was like try that approach just real quick try it for one stream call it a pop-up be you and and see how it does 
And he never, ever since then, all his streams were like that. It was like you were getting to know him as like a homie. And, you know, yeah. people love him because he's always like, you know, he's like a big headliner. And now he's like approachable. He's people feel like they, they know him, you know, on a different level. Yeah. You know, and that's what that's what that's what attracts people is just when they see you be you. Because I and, and I've said this before, um, you can tell when someone's being, uh, I don't know, putting up a front in front of a camera. I, right. I know you can you you can easily tell that in person, but I never knew that you could also easily tell that on camera. So I've seen streamers like act like somebody they're not, or just like I, I cringe when it feels like they're not being themselves and they're kind of trying to to you know like push a different identity. And I don't yeah. I, I hate seeing it. So if it's my friend, I'll text I you know I'll, I'll get in touch with that friend and be like, dude, don't don't get in your head, don't think about it too much just be you because one you're gonna have more fun and two people are also gonna have more fun watching you that way and it's yeah. worked for for everybody and i love seeing it because um and 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 that that is my my favorite thing about it with uh with dj homies is seeing all of their personalities just like shine through and and most of them you know we're never comfortable showing their personality so i love seeing djs just like shine like that because it's it's we you know it's not like we could do that at a club if we're in front of like thousands of people it's not like you can show them your personality no it's you switch back and forth between three different phrases on the mic you're playing yeah. music you're taking shots and that's it you don't really get to showcase personality so now that you you know now that you now that djs are getting to show who they are it's 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 been fun like i there's even djs that i'm like man i didn't know this guy was funny i thought he was <laughs> an asshole <laughs> right although assholes are funny Yes. I was like, this guy's funny. You know what I mean? I just love seeing different personalities on, on Twitch now. Right. I know. Or even noticing like some people that I knew well, but now everyone else is getting to know them and they're like, what's up with this person? I'm like, yeah, I've been telling you he's a dope DJ and he's funny <laughs> or she's really cool. And I mean, and just unknown people. There's so many people that I didn't know who the hell they were and now they're on Twitch and they seem yeah. to have built a dope community. I know who they are. Now we're friends, people all over the world yeah. or people even here in LA. I mean, yeah. um, so that's that's cool to see. And also, like, I feel like the gender uh, gap isn't as wide as it is in the event or mainly club DJ world. Like, it, I don't know. You don't see as many girls on the fl It was more in the past couple of years, but you don't see as many women on flyers in the club world as there are on Twitch in a way, if that makes sense. No, um, um, true. Uh, who was who was that that somebody recently said fuck who was this it was it was a tweet i don't know if it was i don't know if it was jay espinoza that tweeted this something that had to do with like uh oh no it was cut corners he i was gonna say i think it was how, cut corners yeah because yeah, i retweeted it, it yeah yeah and 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 I, I was like i hadn't i hadn't seen anyone tweet about that this whole pandemic and i loved it because it's true like and he said correct me if I'm wrong, he said something about um, just how much he loves to see, you know, women shining more now than ever, I guess. And, and it's true. And it's sad to admit that, but it is true. And I think that a big reason is because we are in control of what we're doing. We're our own bosses and we don't have to attend or answer to anybody telling us, 
I need you to dress a certain way for this gig. Uh, I, yeah. or, you know, you can open for this guy, but you can't headline. Sorry. you like, you know, just shit like that. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to give this slot to a girl. Let's give it to a male DJ, like that type of politics shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not, it's, it's, it's like not, there's, there, there, it's not an, it's not a hindrance. Like, cause now we're just doing our own thing, you know? So yeah, I, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's nice to see. Yeah. He said something to the effect of like that. There's so many amazing DJs on Twitch and they're killing it. And a lot of them happen to be female. And like that shows yeah, yeah, yeah. that it was go. hard for them to get booked before or something. It was something like that, but it just, yeah, it's crazy to see. Um, uh, it's crazy to see that. And I think it's like you said, um, they're a- we're all able to control our own, what we're putting out there and portraying yeah. and, we're creating our own nightclub or party or whatever we're doing, mm-hmm. dressing how we want to dress, put the lights, how we want to put it, put the camera where you want to put it. So it's not, we're not at the mercy of whatever, whoever these other people are, what they want us to yeah, be portrayed exactly. as. I wonder what it's going to be like, if it's going to change anything outside of, outside of this. I, I've, I've been wondering if like, you know, like the, the people who, who book us, at clubs i wonder if they even know anything about what's going on on twitch if they even know the climate of the dj world right now and that all of us are currently streaming i wonder if they care you know like um like i've been getting some do i I know a couple that do because uh they see all of it and they even come in on the streams and watch and support but i don't know about others like i've yeah i've uh i've gotten like inquiries asking about like if i would dj this event or do this do this club or blah blah, blah. and and then I, I i'm just like i i told myself that when i get out of this i'm going to be a lot more even more selective than i ever was with with gigs um because you know I, I really do feel like the climate of shit is going to change it it, it 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 had already changed but i feel like after this it's gonna it's it's gonna change even more and it's gonna elevate and it's gonna be different and i think that um yeah like we have to set the tone like i know i've talked to a few girlfriends girlfriend djs and i told them like we have to like set the tone with like you know certain agencies that we've worked with or like management and shit like that and just fucking putting her foot down and be like no we're not going to do this anymore we're not going to do that no more or just completely let these agencies and these managers go you know unless you unless you've seen how hard we've worked in the last eight months and you know what it is now because shit has changed then yeah, but then there's some that are just like so they're still like stuck in Angie calls it BC before COVID. They're still stuck in before <laughs> COVID. And I I keep telling everybody, like, you guys, it's not gonna be the same after this shit. Right. You know? No, like even, even the DJ homies, like not just female DJs, like even other DJ homies are like, nah, like it's shit's gonna change. Nothing's gonna be the same. Right. I know. I'm gonna use that now. BC. That's good. I um, like that. BC. <laughs> I know. But the funny thing is that some places like never had a BC. Like I look, I was, I honestly saw two Instagram stories, uh, I think from last night. One of them was in Texas and one of them was in Florida. My, I think, yo, one was in, I think, one was in Fort Worth and one was in Miami. It looked like 2019 or before. It was BC, like in the yeah. video, and it was last night. And I'm like, I don't know. And then I saw a DJ tweet today uh, and he's in Atlanta and he was like, I almost feel like I'm missing out 
on all of the self-realizations that the DJs are going through um, because I'm allowed to work, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because it's like no they're allowed to go, you know, but but I oh think my that, God, that's pretty funny. Like what you're saying is, I mean, it's going to be different for everyone, just like DJing always is. And it's why we've never been able to all come together as one or create a union mm -hmm. or all this. We're all scattered. This is a weird industry. Um, but people that have worked hard to build up their other um, avenues of content or whatever, like Twitch, let's say, like you, I feel like we'll have a better leverage in the negotiation process. Like that's what it is when you're booking a gig. You're negotiating with these people. Of course, we all want to get a million dollars a gig or whatever we can get. And we're all when then when they ask us like, how much does it cost? And then we try to figure out the budget in our head, and we go off like, okay, well, I've done gigs like this for this many. And as you get bigger, you can charge more and more. So I think right. Twitch Twitch is a is a leverage point in one respect because like, okay, when we go back, like you said, you want to put your foot down. But if you had nothing to put your foot down about, and you're like. I just didn't like how it used to be. And they're like, well, do you want to get paid or not? It's like, okay, uh, I'm coming back. Yeah. But at least now you have like, and people that have done this, uh, another world to be like, I don't need you. I have this other thing that I'm getting this much money from. And I have this thing and I can throw parties with and people will come buy tickets for when it's back. I don't necessarily need your random event or club. You know what I mean? So you have that yeah. leverage um, to hopefully put your foot down. And I think it's going to take the DJs, uh, you know, like being the active, actively doing what you said in a way to yeah, try exactly. to keep pushing forward with the change that we want. Cause I think everybody has the same thing. Like we don't, we want to be more picky with what we take and we don't want to be at a gig and be upset about it or feel like it's the same old shit, you know? And obviously mm -hmm. a lot of us were getting into that thing. Um, so hopefully Twitch gives you the leverage to even be able to negotiate like that, which I think yeah. it, it does, you know, I mean, yeah. like, I feel like Twitch is also like spoiling the shit out of me as far as like <laughs> what I get to play. Like, I don't, I, I want to play whatever I want to play when I go back out, you know, I know, I know. But I think there's the pros and cons of that world. Like when we were opening DJs or just the super beginnings of opening DJ, you could kind of play whatever you want, but you also got like a yeah. hundred, a hundred dollars. So, you know, if you, <laughs> yeah. then when you can't necessarily play whatever you want, but you get paid thousands of dollars, is that worse or better? It, it's a hard, it's just like anything else in the world. There's pros and cons to right, yeah. being, you can play whatever you want. If you throw some party and, you know, sell your own tickets and you only sell two tickets. But I think that you want to find that common ground where, where you have a crowd of hundreds of people or thousands of people that, that love you for who you are and want to hear the music you're playing. Um, and hopefully you could throw fiasco Fridays at, in downtown LA and have everybody right. buy tickets and come eventually, know. you know? Now, ultimately that would be like the best case scenario, right. Is, is taking yes. these, these stream nights out into the real world. Like I've, yeah. I've thought about that. So I guess we'll see. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you're learn yeah. Like you're, I feel like the, the skills that you and other people that are doing this, but that you've gained through this are like invaluable. Like number one, 
being super comfortable talking on a microphone and a camera is super hard. Like that's yeah. something that you now are really good at that. Who knows what you'll use in your life going forward. If someone asked you to host a TV show now, like you would be so good at that. And like probably one year ago, I don't think you'd be as confident, right? No, that's true. Um, uh, it's, uh, E-Rock was talking about that and, and brought up the whole radio situation with me. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I, I've I've thought about it many times before, like obviously during my career, but I was just, like I said, like, I'm not, I don't know if I'd be good at that or comfortable with that. But then like now he's like, I think now's the time, like you should do it. And I'm like, ah, we'll see. Maybe I'll start with a podcast. Yeah, yeah you should. <laughs> well, but exactly. You never know what's going to lead to what, even when, when beat source approached me about doing this podcast, I'm like, Oh, I don't know what to do. And then as it's evolved through things now, I'm like, Oh, I can do this or I'm good at this. Or now I know this. And with your Twitch, if you never would have just tried Twitch, you don't know what it's going to springboard to. And the other thing that you've learned is like how to grow a community, how to be in touch with a community through an authentic way and like how to throw parties kind of like starting from scratch was on this podcast two weeks ago and he does I like love his a, stream. Oh, his streams are so good. Yeah, right. I love like they're amazing. And I asked him about like, okay, like the rock music stream, like one of these nights where he plays like classic rock and 60s, uh-huh. 70s, 80s. I'm like, you know, what if you did that in a club? And he goes, I do do that in a club. I've been doing that for (laughs) 10 years. So what he told me was like every one of his streams is a party that he's been doing in Toronto for like a really long time. I didn't realize that the reggae one, he, he's like, we used to get 3000 people to come and like dress up like this and do all this stuff. Yeah. I didn't realize that they'd been throwing every one of his nights from the rock night to the reggae night to the house night to the old school hip hop and those are nights that he was doing in Toronto. And he said, he told me like a long time ago, he realized I don't want to be at the mercy of these nightclubs. I hate dealing with this. I want to just throw my own parties and be in control. And that's why he started doing that. So once Twitch came, they just transitioned it in a way to that. And I was showing him like, I was, I was saying to him, like, that's so cool that you can keep that going and then also build it more and learn from it to then bring it back to the world. And it's also a skill that, Twitch DJs are getting like you. Now you've created Fiasco Fridays. Who knows what's going to happen with that? That could become a tour around the world you do. That could become a right? night in LA you do monthly that people fly in to buy tickets for. That could become a radio show. That could become a freaking TV show exactly. on Netflix. Who knows? No, that's, that's very true. I feel <laughs> like know, that lives in every DJ's... Um, yeah, I feel like that lives in every DJ's fantasy, like turning something like that into like a party where you get to control everything that has to do with that party. Um, before, before going into the pandemic, obviously, um, I started to throw a a monthly party called good PM. And, um, I would talk about how that was, that had just always been like a dream of mine. I wanted to brand my own party. I wanted to control everything about that party from music to venue, to who gets to go in to any, any and everything that has to do with event planning and, and party coordinating shit. Yeah. And, um, I've, I've, I've thrown a few and they were all fucking dope. All of them were very much like how I would like a party to be. And I felt like that was like on its way to take off. And then the pandemic yeah. happened and then I got really sad. And then, but then now I'm like, 
once we go back out in the real world, the first thing I'm gonna do is rebrand that party and develop that party over again, all over again. Not necessarily start from scratch, but I just, I, I wanna like, you know, I wanna like build it and cultivate it and make it even better. And now that I have something like Twitch with, with you know, where I've learned different sets of skills, like, or build a new, like a new community, I yeah. feel like I can take this party that I had in my mind to a whole new different level. Like I, and like you said, like sky's the limit now. And I used to think like these parties that I would throw, I would pick venues that had like a max capacity of like three to 400 people. That was it. But now it's like, I can probably do something bigger than that. And I never would have thought I could, but now that yeah. we have something like Twitch and we have friends all over the world and you know, like all of that, I'm like, I want to be able to dream bigger on this party. Cause I definitely did have like, a glass ceiling on this on this party that i dreamt about you know because i was yeah. just like oh, i don't know i could fill like a room with two to three hundred people but i don't know about like a thousand people i don't know about like 700 people so yeah that's 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 gonna live in my in my fantasies for a while and then hopefully yeah. when we go back out in the real world it's something that i could like you know make happen yeah, totally. And it it shows like trust the process. Like like you're saying you want to know what's happening and and the pandemic made everything so unsure and you're like, "Oh, I can't live like this." But it sort of can, if you look back can show you like maybe you can live like this. It's not the best forever, but if you just put your all into something, then something good will come out of it whether you know it or not, you know, cuz Yeah, exactly you've really gone all in on Twitch, it seems like, um, or on streaming, you know, like, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying you, yeah. you put in a lot of, of fucking work <laughs> on Twitch. Yeah. No, um, I, I know. Um, uh, I, I've, I've had, I've had this conversation with a few friends, um, a few DJ friends, and they'll always be like, why do you have to do these long ass streams? They're like, why don't you do something like, two hours like a normal fucking dj and like <laughs> i have a lot of reasons why um yeah. you know if you don't like like one reason and i told him um i'm in a group chat with a couple of djs and i told them one reason at the top of that list is it really just it's a way to keep me sane like it's and, and the reason i do it at night is because i don't sleep anyways and after midnight is usually when i fucking go crazy like i'm in my right. head i'm lost i'm lost in my ceiling like i usually either anxious or just I'm, I'm, you know, like it's, it's, and, and, and a lot, I'm sure a lot of DJs can agree with this, like anxiety or depression can kill you. Like it's, and you got to just keep saying yes. and being able to go out and DJ out in public and always be around people and, and have work was my way of escaping and being away from my own thoughts. Yeah. And so not, and having that taken away from me, I was just, you know, I don't want to go crazy. I got to do something. So when I started streaming, what was what started off as like, I think I should do three hours tonight, ended up being five, six, seven, eight, 16 hours. And I was like, I didn't even mean to stream that long. I'm just trying to fucking it's stay crazy. sane here, guys. Like, yeah. So, so from that, from that, it turned into, I'm just putting in work. I, I, I and, and it doesn't feel like work. So I'm going to, I'm going to, DJ until I'm tired. I'm going to DJ until I'm sleepy. I'm going to DJ until just out kicks me out the studio. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons, but like, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't realize that I'm streaming for as long as I do, but it is, it, it just happens. Yeah. I mean, um, you have some like long, 
pretty long streams, like seven, eight. I mean, on average, they're what, like seven hours or something, right? Yeah, I try to cap at like seven. Um, That's crazy, I seven. <laughs> I did one stream that was seven and a half like hours, it. and I was like, holy shit, what did I just do? <laughs> but yeah. I get it. Like, I did Tuesday night this Tuesday, and I was like, I... I tried to do all this extra shit and I set up extra things. So I went on late and I was like, all right, I'm probably going to do like an hour or like maybe two hours. And it was like four hours later. I'm like, damn, it's been four hours. All right. it's And it was so late. It was already four something in the morning. So I'm like, all right, I got to turn yeah. it off. But I know how it goes crazy, you know. And the week before too, I did an hour and a half stream for like a corporate thing. Zoomies, uh -huh. like almost like rented out my page in a way like they had an after party for their employees on my personal page which was kind of dope oh that's yeah dope. i know it's crazy i was wondering i wanted to ask you too it on it, your page yeah like so basically i know so dope because i thought that like originally we were talking and i thought they were going they were going to hire me to do a DJ set on the Zoomies Twitch, which I was like, all right, let's do this and I'll help you guys put it together. But at the end of it, they were like, actually, can we do the party on your page? And then we have five other pages on Twitch where we're doing these special events. So one of them, we're reading the owner of the company's reading stories from a storybook. Another one, uh, we're showing a movie. Another one, we're interviewing our top salespeople. I don't know. They're doing something. And then each of them strategically ended and raided into my page. And That's pretty cool all of their like hundreds or thousands of employees that were part of this party ended up on my page. And they were like, yo, shout us out. We're from store 509 Shasta so you know, cool. or whatever it is. <laughs> and they put, um, they asked me if I could do zoom co-hosts, which, uh, I had to figure out. I saw you, you do zoom things on your page, right? Or you like, oh, or you bring in the discord. discord. Yeah. 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 Same thing, I right? So similar, like I had to make this shit. I, you know, at the time I was like, yeah, I can do all this. And then once I tried to figure it out, I was like, this is way harder than I thought. But I, t I had like two of their employees call in on Zoom, put them up in the corner of the screen and had them come through my speakers as like my co-host as if they were in the room. And they were reading the chat too. Like, what up, Johnny? I see you out in North Carolina. You know, it's like, beautiful. it was crazy. And then I video DJed like they, their employees sent in these videos and I video DJed them on the green screen. It was like, a whole new thing but it just shows the potential of all this stuff and i was talking to anil about it and just saying how like how crazy is this like brands some brands are going to be open to this and utilize your platform in a futuristic way and i think there's like potential here you know we're just at mm -hmm. the forefront and for djs that build their pages up someone like you that has a lot of followers a loyal crowd or even for example last night uh four color zach his stream, I don't really, you know, his streams are crazy, so I don't know the full truth behind everything. There's a lot of elements before Colors yeah. Acts uh, streams. Yes, but it was, I guess, sponsored by this ramen company last night, and he had... He had built a pyramid of ramen. They sent him a year supply. It was behind him. The whole thing was ramen. It was the funniest, craziest oh thing I've ever God. seen. He's but so that's good at that. Yo, he's the he's one of the best i mean but 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 seeing but it made me think like okay if these brands are down to like work with us on it because even i had a new year's eve gig too and they were like oh what do you do and i go 
check my Twitch out. I sent him a couple like old videos and they're like, this is great. Okay, do this for us. So like I put together a thing and, and did it. And so I just feel like I wonder, I was wondering, yeah, if brands had like hit you up, like, Hey, can we throw a party on your page or, or shout us out or sponsored? I don't know. Something like that. No, surprisingly, no, it's just been like really minor shit. Like if someone had like, um, like a food brand or any like it, it, yeah. for the most part it's been like independent stuff like people starting right. like their own independent brands like and, and, I, and i like supporting those because you know i want to help yeah. anybody that i can out even if it's just something like like um cookies or or you know shit like that um but no yeah. no no big brands i, I even I was like you yeah, know what i've been like I, I, so, so, um, I was told recently that I need to stop, I need to stop promoting JMO Jameson in my streams because he was like, I'm under the impression that they pay you because it's in every single one of your streams. You put it next to your, your DJ, your turntables, you drink it on the stream. You talk about it all the time. You started the whole Jameson cold brew movement. Are they fucking paying you? And I'm like, no, I've been trying to get noticed by them for like the last nine years, but they don't, they're not, they're like sleeping on me, but he's like, well, stop fucking doing that shit. He's like, that's probably why other brands aren't reaching out to you because you're going too hard for a brand. That's not even paying you no mind or, you know, you're not getting paid for product placement. None of that. Right. And I was like, I didn't even, I didn't think of that, but I was just like, it's just my drink of choice, but I don't know. But no, That's no, so no, no major brand. Well, maybe you has, reach like, out to them. Out maybe eventually you reach out to them and show them what you've been doing. And they're like, holy shit, we got to make a deal with this well, person. One, like one rep reached out and she was just like, uh, she's just like, you know, let me send you a, a box. And, and then that was it. They sent me right. a box and that was it. So I was like, okay. <laughs> You're like, hey, I need more than a box. I know. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, a lifetime supply, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this stuff, it comes about like the Zoomies thing. I've been doing their party every year for so long. So, so this was like something that hopefully we were going to do together. It wasn't like they saw my Twitch and were like, Hey, we got to call this guy. So I just feel like it's, we're at the beginnings and forefronts potentially of like that being able to happen. And I feel like it's yeah. really smart. It's smart of you the way you've done everything so far that you are in a good position to potentially make deals after a while, whether it is something uh, with the radio like E-Rock was talking about right. or something you never pictured or throwing your own parties or, or all of it put mm -hmm. together. You know, I just think, yeah. I think it's, it's, I think it's impressive what you've done and I give you mad props and I think people should, you know, like it, it's just really cool. Like I, I just, yeah, I want to give you props on it <laughs> and Thank uh, you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And like, and I think it's cool for other DJs to, to learn from it and um, do what they want with the info. You know, if you don't want to do it, then, yeah. then don't. But um, I, you know, I think that's, that's cool. And hopefully 2021 can bring some corporate money into our streams. I know, I, I know right? I, they do it on the gamer streams. I mean, I went on like that Pokemon, yeah. her stream and she's like, cash app just gave me $25,000 to give away to you guys. And you know, they get all this crazy yeah. shit. So let's see. I mean, as, I as DJs hear get bigger. About yeah, I think they just need to hear about what's going on with the music category on, on Twitch. Because yeah. right now, they, they probably still don't know. This is still kind of a small community, even though we think totally. it's big because everyone's doing it. But this is really minuscule compared to everybody, like everything else on on Twitch. You know, I feel like people, it, it, people don't like think 
Twitch. Oh, DJs. You know what I mean? So maybe we're on yeah. our way there, but I, I feel like it's still, you know, it's still a pretty small community, I'd say. Yeah. Do you ever feel like as far as the being open with your crowd and like being authentic and putting yourself out there, do you ever feel like overexposed or like almost like people know too much or you don't want to like oh be like video chatting too much with the discord people and like no offense to everybody but you know what i mean yeah. like sometimes you want your privacy like i have gotten sometimes once in a while i'm like wait i wish i wasn't too open even though but then i want to be and i still do it but i i was like do you ever feel overexposed from being online so much let me tell you absolutely yes over and over again because like i okay. like i mentioned earlier i've always been very private and personal right. i i you know if, if i did anything on social media it either had to do with promo or just me bullshitting because i'm usually yeah. bullshitting but nothing right. nothing personal i don't like sharing anything personal about myself like i don't share love life i don't share family business none of that i kept everything i've always kept everything personal but um you know, yeah, like I, I, it just happened naturally. Like me opening up on on Twitch in front of strangers is it blows my mind when I think about it. But like, <laughs> do you know how many times I've cried on stream? And I'm just like, I'm not even a crier. I don't, I've never even cried in front of my parents unless I was like in trouble, like as a child. <laughs> like I don't cry wow. in front of people. I don't even cry yeah. at funerals. Like if I cry at funerals, I have to like go hide somewhere in the corner and then cry. Like, I don't right. cry in front of people. So I remember my first time crying on Twitch. I was like, this is live, right? Like, I was like, we got to go. We got to stop this shit. Like, <laughs> and then it happened again and again and again. And I was talking about it earlier. Um, it, it really just has to do with, with, with music and community. I, I, as vague as I can put it, it's just music and community. Because I could be like in... I, I could be all put together and all fine or whatever. But the, the thing about us is obviously a lot of us speak through music. So we have a deeper connection with music and I could be all put together. And then I put on that one song that just hits, hits that one spot. And then the tears come out and then you, you, you go down this like rabbit hole of emotions. And then you start telling people about what you're going through. And then, and then the kicker is when they start talking about their personal shit in your chat and then you start reading it. And then now you're just like an, an emotional wreck. Like yeah. I, I remember, um, this has happened a few times. This is usually how it starts. And now that I know how it starts, I, I feel like I have to avoid it every now and then because I, I'm not good at, uh, I'm not good at, um, hiding or, or, or I'm not good at hiding emotion. Like I, I'm not, I can't like swallow that shit and, and act, like I'm, I'm okay when I, when I do get emotional. Right. So, but anyways, it usually starts this way. I'll, um, I'll play a song that, uh, might relate to someone on a, on a deeper level. And then they, they, they start sharing personal things. And usually it's when they start sharing, um, things like, you know, loss of loved ones or just like, just going through shit or, uh, you know, anything that has to do with suicide or depression or anything like that is, is when it's too close to home for me. And when it gets like really like sticky for me and yeah. then I can't, and then at that point it's like hard for me to move on because if I see it in the chat and I read it, 
all of a sudden I have this slump in my throat and then I can't talk anymore. And then, and everybody starts talking about it because everyone's adding that person. Like, I hope you're okay. Blah, blah, blah. So it's not like you can avoid it at that point. Yeah. And then I just, and then, and then you're there and that's usually how it happens. And like I said, I always stream late at night and late at night, people's emotions are a lot more. They're like magnified. They're like times 10. Yeah. Um, right. but yeah, I've, 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 I've had a, I've had a lot of those. And um, I've had countless conversations with uh, people off the stream that I've met through through the streams, like in the chat. Um, and they've been like some of the heaviest conversations that I've had with anybody in my life. And, and to think that it's strangers sharing shit like this with me, you know, and, and they feel like they can tell you personal things because they watch you all the time. So they think they, they feel a personal connection with you. Yeah. And, and to me, that's like, um, I will, I will say this, uh, for as long as I've been DJing, which is, you know, probably not a long time compared to, to, to most of my peers, but for as long as I've been DJing, uh, I, I always had trouble trying to figure out what my, you know, my deeper purpose was other than to make money and to earn credibility and to, I don't know, like show off or to, you know, whatever it is, whatever superficial shit it was other than, um, getting to, to explore and develop my, my skill and, and my knack for, for music and DJing. I, I felt like I struggled with purpose because, and I know that because, uh, I, I did this one thing at camp spinoff where you talk about your purpose as a DJ and I blanked out and I felt embarrassed. I was like, I don't know. I was like, at this point, it's become so routinely that I do it because it pays my bills. And I was embarrassed because yeah. I was like, I wish I had a better answer, but I don't. Everyone else had a better answer. Like everyone had a meaningful answer and I couldn't come up with anything other than pays my bills. And I love doing it. And I'm grateful to be able to do something that I love and make money from it. So, so anyway, so now, now that, now that I have, you know, something like this, and like I said, like just having connections with people off the stream that I've never had in my life and people telling me about shit, like I, you know, saved their lives or, or I, I helped them get through depression or I, you know, just like really heavy shit that people otherwise would have never shared with me, or I probably wouldn't have even like welcomed into, into my personal space. You know what I mean? Yeah. That to me was like, I think this is, this is what my purpose is this is like my my deeper purpose quote unquote this is like my my do you have meaning for this i'm like this is it because i've i there's been nights where like i cry myself to sleep but not because i'm sad i cry myself to sleep because i'm overwhelmed with with how much of a difference music can make in someone's life and i'm not i'm not the music i'm just the messenger i i, I you know i put out music and i play music and and that's it I'm using it as a tool. I'm not, I'm not music, but we all share a common language and that's music. And we all connect through music. And the fact that all I'm doing really is I'm like the pusher. I'm the drug dealer. All I do is like, I give you the music and it helps you. And that's amazing. And I can't believe that I'm able to do that. So, you know, having, having that kind of an impact on people, whether it's friends or family or, or strangers, it's overwhelming. It, it, I'm just like, that's it. Right. That's, that's my deeper purpose. And, and ever since yeah. then, when that clicked in my head, I I've now it's like clockwork for me. It's like, I can't wait to play because I can't wait to do what I do for people. And I can't wait to do it through music. And that's it. 
So, you know, it was like, it was like a little, it's like a little like tickle in my heart when I figured it out. Cause yeah. really like I, I've always thought about that. Like everybody has to have like a purpose, but I never, never thought about it like that way. And I don't think I would have ever had anything like this outside of the pandemic. So this is, it's definitely been, uh, you know, it's been a blessing. That's great. That's such a cool story. And, um, you know, I think it's like a full circle moment from yep. that that time when you had at Camp Spinoff. And just for everyone out there that doesn't know, shout to Tina T. She does uh, yes. Camp Spinoff. It's a camp, a DJ camp uh, mm-hmm. for kids that want to be just get into DJing and production. And all of these amazing DJs like Bella uh, have gone up there and mentored the kids and done you know gone way above and beyond what a lot of other djs have done for people i mean slept there and it's hung the out best. with these people it's so. the best i missed it i missed it this year that that was always um the time of the year where i get to like reset and reconnect yeah so not having that this year was kind of kind of sad i miss it but you know i know that's hard um, yeah. but I mean, you know, you got, uh, like, like I said, it's a full circle moment from having that feeling at camp spinoff. Like you went out of the crazy thing is you made the decision to go to camp spinoff for a reason and you're not doing that to necessarily pay your bills. Like, like you had some weird subconscious reason or feeling to go do that camp thing and you love doing that. But you mm-hmm. still said you did, weren't in touch with your purpose. But then it took you doing this streaming and all this stuff to almost realize I knew the answer back then. That's why I was there. Yep. You were doing you were doing that through the camp in a way, right? That's, like that's a great that's a great way to put it. You're and you right. were showing you were you were showing the youth your passion and, and why you were there and and giving them the the inspiration through your actions and through your music then mm-hmm. and then it transitioned into this online thing where you got to cr- connect with the whole world which then made you realize that moment it all kind of come it's like a movie yep. or something <laughs> yeah um, no and, and, and the reason i would do that is because like i said like if i i, I always got inspiration from 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 these kids Cause yeah. you know, they tell it, they tell it what it is. And, and they're, it's, it's, that's the real world. Like being able yeah. to help kids in that, in that sense is the real world. And like, 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 you know, I'm sure you can agree. Like sometimes we get consumed in the DJ world and the nightlife scene where you don't know what's real anymore. So I, I totally. love doing that because it took me out of, it took, it took the noise out of my surroundings. And for a week I'm just with kids and, and, and you get inspired by kids and it is, you're right. I didn't even think of it that way. It is the same feeling that I get from, from streaming now because you get to connect in an authentic and real way and genuine way with people, you know, yeah. outside of all the, all the noise. So I didn't even right. think of it that way, but that's true. Yeah. No, I mean, I just noticed it from the way you told, you know, everything. It, it's sort of like, it all comes together in this weird weaving way, which I'm sure yeah. you'll look back on whatever's happening right now in one year, whatever you're going to be doing. And you're going to be like, wow, all that led up to this, you know, and it's, it just all comes back to what we keep saying is like, trust the process. Don't Mm -hmm. worry so much about the unknown. If you focus so much on the unknown and you get so worried in it, you'll never go anywhere. So you have to push through the darkness to like, see the light in a way, because that you just have to like, do the work, like do the thing you love, even if you don't know why you fully love it. And then it'll lead you to show, you know, what, 
why you're doing it. Like different DJs yeah. by DJ for different reasons. And, and Z trip came on here and had a crazy story like that too of, you know, Oh, I didn't want to stream. And then he streamed and then somebody told him about not killing themselves oh, because they watched his stream. And right. Yeah. So there's just these things you don't know. It's every, the whole yeah. world is working in this cosmic way and you don't know how, how you fit into it until you actually put mm -hmm. yourself out there and do it. And then you realize, Oh shit, I'm a puzzle piece in this, you know, like crazy, somehow. <laughs> man. Yep. It's crazy. Um, yeah, totally. That's cool. Well, thanks for telling us that, that story and, um, putting yourself out there like that. Um, and so as far as the streams, like, what are they? I know you have Fiasco Friday, which is kind of like your turn up, but I know each stream is just your personality. It's not like club turn up, like we said, but, but what are the different streams that you for sure do every week? So, so I have Mischief Mondays, which is my, I play a lot of, Mischief Mondays is like my all over the place stream. So I call that stream like a for me stream. Even though all streams are a for me stream, it's more just like what I feel like playing that day is what I'm going to play. But it's usually right. always classics, um, but a lot of feel good shit. But I do play a lot of new shit too. It just has to feel good. So whatever feels good, I'll play it on a Monday because I feel like that's a way to just like set the tone for the rest of the week. Um, yeah. Wednesdays are my embed with Bella Wednesdays. And let me, okay, so so Wednesdays are like my, it's like R&B, um, vibey shit, bedroom selections and love songs and shit like that. And that started from IG Live. So the reason okay. it was called Embed with the little, the little coding, the URL coding style yeah. typing, whatever, was because it started on IG. Um, and I would literally DJ like in my bedroom on my bed with my controller, like above my lap. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> it was I'm so like, ew, you did that shit. And it was only like seven months ago. But yeah, um, <laughs> so that's why it was called Embed. And that was like the one, um, that was like the one, I don't know what you would call it, like show or whatever that I wanted to take to Twitch ASAP. I was like, this is going to be my first weekly. And it was my first weekly. I didn't have Mondays or right. Fridays yet. I would just do pop-ups after that. Um, yeah. But it, it, it's, it's, it's my longest, I, I, I would say it's probably my, like my longest running one. Um, it's my favorite one because it's kind of just like, you know, wind down kind of stream and it's on a Wednesday and it's very me in a sense. Like I, I, I definitely play like from like the pits of my soul and like the tip of my heart when I do Wednesdays. Cause it's really right. just some, like we've gotten really emotional on that stream. Right. Um, and you talk to the, you talk to the chat, like about like, well, sometimes I'll see you like matchmaking or like telling people <laughs> to put in their like name, like oh age and sex or something. And like, There's I don't know, like, you have different approaches. We've tried a lot of things. Yeah. Yes. We, we've tried a lot of things. We've even tried on the Wednesday, we've even tried like relationship talk Wednesdays where I am playing music, but then you're also engaging with people about relationships shit. I did that Man, twice. You need to do the dating game on Discord and like have one person be <laughs> hidden and then have, you can be Chuck Woolery. Oh God, and then you could be, be like, hilarious. bachelor number one. We've got five girls Dude. for you. <laughs> Yeah, that, you would, would that would hilarious. be the best thing ever. And you're oh DJing it and you have music. There's someone that does that on Twitch. I think it's called like the Austin show or something. And it gets like hundreds of serious? thousands. Oh my God. Anil put me onto it in the beginning. And I was like, what is this? There'd be like 
150, 200,000 people watching this thing. And they'll have these big Twitch streamers do almost like the bachelorette bachelor or like a dating show, but it's, it's their own version of it. And then they tell each other what they would do for each other. And, but it's very like streamer based. Everybody's like a streamer, but like, I I don't know if you, I'll send you, I'll try to find it. Anil sent me the link and I, I I started following. So I see it once in a while and I'm like, and it's crazy popular on Twitch, like next level shit. And, uh, but your shit could be so different. Like you have discord, you're DJing, you have the music to go along with it. And you could have just your viewers, not necessarily the Twitch streamers. Like that. Oh my God. You and just style as the host. (laughs) Dude, we've tried different shit. The reason we stopped doing the whole relationship talk thing. I did it like for three streams. The reason I stopped doing it is because it started to get a little too personal. And I didn't, one thing I don't like is when people do ask like questions that are a little bit like too personal then totally. I feel like I'm put on the spot and I don't want to be like, I'm not going to tell y'all. Yeah. Cause then they, then I look like an right. asshole. Cause I'm like asking y'all to tell me your personal shit. So I was like, no, this is a little too like personal. I don't think I want to do the relationship talk anymore. So we stopped doing that now, now on Wednesdays, every now and then, uh, one, actually one Wednesday out of the month, I do live sessions. So I always bring in, um, a musician, which has been my favorite part of, uh, oh the stream. I love that. It's my favorite. It's so cool. Like you brought in these two people, I don't know what, a couple of weeks ago or, or, um, I think so. and one yeah. guy was on the piano and she was singing yeah. and they were doing like covers of songs and like, it sounded yeah. so good. And you and Justin were in the other room, almost like you were directing the Grammys or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it I was, love it. Uh, it I was so it. cool. My goal with that is like maybe eventually, like you said, there's lots of ways to to take whatever we do on these streams outside in the real world once given the opportunity. And my goal with that is maybe one day I'll have my own um, Tiny Desk concert. So I want to do something like that. I'm actually, well, right now we can only fit up to like two musicians at a time. So maybe (laughs) in the future, I've already been like thinking about like, you know, maybe renting out an actual studio space and have like a full piece band. That'd be fucking cool. Um, Other than that, Fiasco Fridays. That's it. Mon- Mischief Mondays and Bella Bella Wednesdays and Mischief. I mean, and, and Fiasco Fridays. And here's the thing. Um, my, DJ homies always tell me, like, how do you stream every day? Like, you're fucking crazy. And I'm like, you guys, do you know I only stream three days out the week, right? I don't know why everyone thinks I do every day. I don't know if it's because I, I go long hours. either. I mean, I honestly like, I feel like day. you're on every day. <laughs> yeah, everyone tells me that. They're like, no, I'm pretty sure you're on every day. And I'm like, I'm really not. Three days out the week is not that much. You have like know. a Twitch, I'm- you have a Twitch like hack where somehow you show up on everybody's feed every day, even though you're not there. <laughs> I I could swear that you DJ every day on Twitch. I don't know why, but you're yeah. right because I started looking like, and I was like, because I saw I'm like, oh, she's not on last night, and I was like, okay, she's not on every day, and I started looking up your schedule, but it does feel like you're on every day. I don't know why. I know. Um, I don't know why. Because everyone I've asked, they're like, well, I guess you're not, but I don't know why it feels like it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, not in a bad way, but just it feels That's like your your presence is always there one way or another. Maybe it's because Just Style and you have the same background, so I'll scroll through and I'll be like, that, oh, that is also true. There's that light and that uh, soundproof thing and the plant. And yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> That is so true. Maybe. Um, I don't I know. Also, I was talking to 
talking to Z-Trip's kind of been like my mentor throughout this whole, like in, in, in like, during the pandemic, he's definitely been like, just such a, he's like a mentor, like outside of being such a great yeah. friend, he's been like a mentor to me. And I, and I feel like a lot of the times I get lost in my head and I don't know how to like direct myself because again, like we're all kind of just learning this along the way. Yeah. But, um, I remember he, he, he would tell me like, um, Cause I, at one point I wanted to start doing every day and I'm like, I just want to put in work and do every day. Cause I think I can, but you know, he yeah. was like, you kind of, kind of got to give people like a time to, you know, want you back or miss you or like, you know, too much of one thing is too, you know, like, like it's counterproductive. Right. So I still don't know um, like what the, what the best situation with that is though, because yeah. When I'm, I do go on Twitch every day to at least see people or see what's going on. And some of the big um, conversational streamers or whatever, the just chatting people, or some of the, or even the video game ones, they're on every day, like 12 hours a day. And people love yeah. them, you know? And even like yeah. Kenny Beats, like I noticed now Kenny Beats is on every single He's on night. Every day, yeah. It's crazy. So I don't it know. Is. There's something with the streaming where they almost can't get enough of you. It's like Truman Show. They just want to see you like all the time. Because um, I wonder that too. Maybe, you know, oh, is it better to do once a week? I think that yeah. there's no rules is what it comes down to. It's whatever right. you want to do with it, you know, because, right. um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think there's, the, but, but I do think that there's a balance of your mental and probably even physical health with how much you stream. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh yeah oh, right yeah. i mean I, I, is that I get, something you deal with sometimes. oh yeah, yeah i get i get burnt out um in the last eight months that i've been streaming i've taken two breaks and those two breaks were like i would miss a friday and a monday so it'd yeah. be like a four-day break and i'd go to like palm springs for like four days and just like hang by the pool and stuff but uh those those two breaks that i took were like I, I was desperate for it. Like I needed it. I almost didn't want to because I was like, you know, the, the 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 best advice that a lot of big streamers gave me and they all like agreed was to have something consistent because that's right. that's a way for people to to you know want to always be in your streams as they know that you're always gonna be on at this time on this day. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't want I don't I don't want to take a break, but it like really got to me. Um yeah, the first I would say like maybe after the fourth month, I was like burnt out. And I was just, and also not only was I burnt out from stream, but I was going through personal shit and I was just like, didn't know what to do. Like the one thing that was keeping me sane is also driving me crazy now, which was streaming. So I was like, I don't know how to balance this because right. yes, it's keeping me sane and occupied, but at the same time, it's like driving me crazy because I'm so exhausted and tired, you know? So yeah, I, I think those little mental breaks like make all the difference in the world and and every time i would take a break like that i'd come back and be absolutely refreshed and rejuvenated and have new ideas for the stream and have you know like new boost a new boost of energy and and people feel that in the stream so they like they're excited to see you again and they're happy you're back so the the breaks definitely do matter but uh i i think having a schedule and something consistent even if it's once a month as, as long as you're doing it every time you say you're going to do it once a month it like makes a big difference. Like have having having a, a schedule or you know something consistent. I think uh, helps my stream yeah. a lot because when I stream, it's the same people that come. Right. And I think it's cool because you know, and 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 I'll do pop ups here and there. 
like say I, I like I'll do a Sunday and I had never done a Sunday, but I did one Sunday and the chat was like different. Like I was like, who are these people? Like, where are you guys <laughs> usually at on a Monday, Wednesday and Friday? But like, even those are cool too, because then you, you garner a whole new different crowd of people and then they'll be like, Oh, let me check out her Mondays or her Wednesdays or her Fridays. But, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. And also you're not really, you seem like you're, with how popular your stream has got and how like regimented your schedule is you also seem like you're not afraid to experiment like with for example the bringing in the musicians bringing in your your parents right like your dad is yeah. a musician and i've seen him in there playing bass right or um, yeah and and being on there with yeah. you which is so cool wait what did i say the wrong instrument no no you're good the, okay. the bass is yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I'm like, I thought I saw that. Maybe. Um, he's playing the cello. He's yo-yo ma. No, I mean, I, I, uh, but yeah, I think like that's cool. And then even you did some IRL streams where you're getting like tattoos and stuff, right? So the IRL was just like to celebrate like 3K subscribers. And we were asking oh, everybody okay. like, what do you guys want us to do? Like, what do you want me to, what do you want to see? And they were like, let's see Bella IRL. I didn't even know what IRL meant. Okay. <laughs> I realized that that's a very Twitch term. I was like, IRL. So they were like, you know, in real life stuff, like just shit that you do on a daily basis. So my goal was to do it for seven days um, uh, in lieu of like uh, the seven days remix that Just Selena had just put out that week. Yes. Um, oh, no, no, no. A few weeks before that. But we were just like still like doing like promo rollouts and shit. So I was like, right. well, we'll do seven days. But. I only lasted four days. Right. Okay. I, I, I didn't think like, you did seven days. No, dude. I was like, why is this so fucking exhausting? I was like, all we did in today's IRL was drive through McDonald's, go to Vaughn's and make hot cocoa at home. Like, why am I so tired after this IRL? And I realized because like I said earlier, like that was even more like personal. Like now people are really in my personal space. Like they're in my house like they're yeah. seeing things in the background. They're asking about things like, oh, like just like things that they notice. And and like I said, like I'm very paranoid about shit like that. And 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 I'm still, you know, pretty like hesitant and apprehensive when it comes to shit like that. So when that yeah. when when I did that, I was like, ah, I told Justin, I was like, I don't know if I could do more of these. Cause a lot of people were like, you should make it a regular thing. Like, let's do like once a week or once a month or blah blah blah. And I was like, I can maybe do once a month, but I, I couldn't do this regularly. It, it, it right. was it was actually weird and uncomfortable for me. It was fun. I will right. say that it was fun, but it was exhausting, overwhelming, and a little bit uncomfortable. So that one will probably take some time if I ever do yeah. do any IRL shit. Yeah. I guess you got to find that balance between letting the chat and your audience and your amazing subscribers control you versus you controlling what you want to put out there in a way you know because yeah. it could it yeah. could get back to where you're djing at a club and playing things you don't want it's almost like you're doing things you don't want on a stream to make sure right. everyone's happy so i guess yeah. you learn learn from stuff like that um but the fact that you got three thousand subscribers that's huge i mean damn that's amazing <laughs> Not a lot of DJs, I think, are are getting that much. You know, probably for I'm sure some gamers or different people, but um, that's pretty big. And I've noticed that I do follow some IRL streamers just because it's so weird and interesting to me that that's a thing. Like I yeah. started following some dude that just 
goes around Tokyo and Japan and rides his bike and hangs out with his girlfriend. Zoe Chaotic? No, that guy's dope too. I follow him. Yeah. It's another guy. I think his name's like, I can't even remember now. Rod, Rod something or, but it's so weird. Like watching those two. And I was like, is it weird that I'm like, I've been watching this guy for three hours. <laughs> like, right. He's well, eating at a restaurant. He's I getting mean, his it was, haircut. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that. I'm like, why I couldn't. Am I watching this? <laughs> it was weird. This dude was at a restaurant with his girlfriend, but he was talking to the chat the whole time, and she's just like, "And I'm like, oh my this is, god!" And I'm like, yeah. "Is that a good life or a bad life?" In a way, it's dope because you're getting paid to sit at a restaurant with your girlfriend, but you're also at the mercy of the chat and your girlfriend yeah. sitting there like, "Yo, I know this is paying for our dinner, but what's going on here?" It's so it's weird. Yeah. No, it is weird. And and like I said, like when we were doing the IRL, like even little shit that I wouldn't notice because it's not like I've ever had experience doing an IRL, like say just I will like accidentally like kind of turn, you know, a certain way. And then someone will see what's in the background of the street. And I'd be like, and then it'd be like, oh, I know where you live. You're in front of a but I'm like, okay, there's a lot of weirdos out there. You never yes. know who's watching this shit. That's like, true. I, and again, I'm very paranoid when it comes to shit like i don't even open the door when someone rings a doorbell unless i know who it is and if i know who it is you're gonna text me you're not gonna ring my doorbell yes, so i'm just like I'm with you. paranoid you know and i'm like oh my I god know. you accidentally showed my street or you accidentally showed my my card or you know just little shit like that yeah. like we're not experienced so it's not like we can avoid these things and and like i said like you're on twitch people from anywhere or whoever can watch you and i remember even someone being like um Oh, I can I can totally track where you're where you live just you know on some like computer nerd shit and I'm like you probably can and now this is getting weird they know my they know what city I live in like even I used to like never talk about where I'm from like not even what city I'm from but obviously eventually people find out but you know just like little shit like that is a uh, kind of like uh I don't know if I can get used to this because it's kind of right. scary yeah you got to set the boundaries of like how much you're going to interact or how much you want everyone to see or with that yeah. irl thing it's crazy yeah that's yeah that's a whole new world and then what about your um your crew i gotta give a shout out if maybe someone's gonna listen Aww. but the 1034, 1034. crew oh, what is the that best. so okay you know what in the stream i always tell people i'm tired of telling this story because someone always knew someone new does always come in and like what is 1034 and i just like I know. you need to put it in your bio like, like a written I know. out thing um one of my mods was like i'm gonna turn it into a command but right. even she was like i can't type the whole thing you know <laughs> um it's someone, okay someone so needs to <laughs> i know the reason it, it's because it's like not even an exciting story it's not flashy it's not glamorous it's not funny it's not interesting and it's actually not the short I, I i'll try to tell the story um as concise as possible basically okay back in ig live days which sounds so long ago back um, in the day yeah back in the day so my very first ig live stream i remember two of my friends uh stephanie and dj night train yeah we're gonna we're, we're, we're trying to postmates me um a, a jmo bottle and you, you, so you remember we would stream from our cell phones and the chat would be like this tiny. Right. And, and, and it's not like I could text and pick up phone calls because that's the phone I'm using to stream. Yeah. So, so they were trying to send me a bottle and they kept, you know, I guess they couldn't call or text me to tell me that there was a bottle coming at 1034 PM. So, oh, okay. so they, I think they got everyone in the chat to just like 
spam the chat and say go to the door at 10 34 p.m so I, I i didn't notice it for a long time like maybe like 20 That's minutes funny. they were just the chat was just flying like go to the door at 10 34 and when i finally noticed it i was like oh shit go to the door at 10 34 p.m anyways long story short uh fast forward to when i transitioned to twitch i think one night i was just like um so who like just out of curiosity who in here has been watching me since like ig live days and then a bunch of people were like hell yeah since that 10 34 night like since that 10 34 p.m incident wow. and that that was like my first ig live so it was like a way for me to kind of filter out who had been there since day one so i'd always be like if you know 10 if if, if you know 10 34 let me know or like every chat i check in and be like 10 34 where where you at and i didn't come up with the, with the whole group name and i didn't think it would turn into a little fucking what what they call themselves but like eventually they would they would check in on them on on each other i i wouldn't even have to do it and they'd be like 10 34 crew where you at and then Crazy. gradually became like our our little fucking group name and then i i, I rolled with it and I actually said, I actually like it because it's, 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 you know, it's, I, I feel like it's, it's almost like a code word. Like it's not an actual word. It doesn't have anything to do with my name. It doesn't have anything right. to do with DJing or music. It's literally just four numbers. So I thought it was yeah. cool. And then it became, it became a thing, 1034. And now they call themselves a cult, which is obviously a joke. And I know it's a trigger <laughs> word for a lot of people, but it's an insider. And I think it's hilarious because they always talk about, cult love and how much you know how culty we are <laughs> that's so funny oh my god i didn't realize that i thought it came from twitch more. no that's great that's a great story and the fact that they all came over from ig live and and yeah, into twitch the and they still support you that's yeah. so cool but but now it's not just like people that were watching from ig live days it did end up just becoming right. like if you're if you're always in the streams and you're part of this whole community that we have going on here then you're you know you're 10 34 <laughs> yeah totally do you interact with like do you do anything for the subscribers like do they get a special at like the craig david edit you made or like is there any sort of like incentive I, or do you just kind of like the incentive I is to be part of your crew to. yeah I, I i i try to um there are obviously there there's there's like a handful that are just literally in every stream yeah and then you know i'll do something as little as like they they all have like vip badges but you can only have like i think up to 23. they have like oh, okay. vip badges um um i have my my one mod who's not a fr who's not like justin um every now and then like i'll you know i'll send her a little something here and there just like as a token of appreciation and right. um that's what i was wondering like how do streamers interact how what's the protocol of interacting with mods you know what I mean? it's like you know yeah. like how to interact with different people in your life but the mod thing is so new to us like like you said we don't yeah. even know what irl means or bits or anything and then these right. now we have mods and we're like uh do you want to do this are we supposed to be paying what's even happening i here? know i I tell I tell the the my mod all the time like my my the first time i I set her as a mod I was like I was like I'm just doing this because and I picked it wasn't like I picked her randomly I don't know her in real life but I picked her because I always felt like whenever she would like talk in the chat I felt like yeah. her personalities were exactly the same I'm like we have the same humor she talks like me I love her wit like she's clever and she's witty and she's like very tasteful and I was like and I, I think, I, I don't know if it was when I hit the front page when I needed an extra mod. So I was like, I'm going to set her as a mod. And I did that. And after that stream, 
um, I would tell her like, don't feel obligated to mod after this. Like, like, please don't right. feel like you have to like, put in any work or whatever, but she was like happy to, 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 to do it. And, and, and honestly like exceeded my expectations. And, and she even like, she even like exceeded just Dow's and would be like, damn, she's better than me. And like, right. and she would just put in work and I would feel like, oh my God, please, you don't have to do this. Like, I appreciate you, but she, she's just, she's just so sweet. So every now and then, like, I'll send her a little something, um, whether it's merch or like, um, I don't, like a bottle of Clico or just anything like that. Um, just, you know, to show that I appreciate you. And, yeah. and, and, and other than that, like birthdays for, for VIPs, I try to put in like, you know, just effort or like any touch of like 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 the birthdays that we've done um in the past like i'll decorate the studio or i'll you know put up their names or i'll whatever it is anything that they know i you know went out my way to do for them because i yeah. i personally enjoy it and i think it's the least i can do because most of these people they're in here all the time you know so it's the least i can do um and, and other than that anything that i would say i spend on the stream out of my pocket is i think a way to 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 give back like like yeah. i said like having um special guests on the stream like the the live sessions i i do that so that they can you know it kind of elevates the experience and gives them a little something to look forward to because you know at some point you might get tired of just seeing me or hearing me so and 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 when i realized that they love those little one-offs with yeah. with musicians i was like I, I don't mind doing this like I, and i started doing it monthly because they loved it so just little yeah. little little things here and there but nothing like i don't think i've ever given anyone like you know like a hundred dollar amazon gift card or like gave someone money like not no, i don't, I don't think, think so. you should have to <laughs> i was just wondering like what your approach is or if they're you know trying to learn from other streamers like is there yeah. an etiquette or a protocol or a certain way i think you just putting together the high quality show like you're saying and then having the guests and constantly thinking about everyone else in front of yourself yeah. is already huge right right there yeah. like we're constantly um, trying to elevate shit in in the yeah. stream like and 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 obviously like you know seven months in we were able to save up for like a better camera like i feel like that's you know that's that's doing what we can to elevate the stream so yeah we always want to like you know take it up a notch and yeah. and yeah so so anything that like people invest in the stream i feel like you know m most of it will go to elevating the stream and making it a better experience for for people who are like really loyal to the stream yeah totally um do um should we stop talking about streaming but <laughs> it's been the entire we stream can, but I that's feel our like life now that's our life <laughs> all right i don't want to i don't want you to feel like i'm ignoring your entire past career that you put in all this work to but no, I, I feel like because i forgot about my entire past career <laughs> right it's so weird i mean i was, it does, I was talking it's about non-existent it's like uh, it was wiped away like we're now in oh this whole new God. thing um i know because yeah it's like i mean you're so into it and i feel like a lot of djs are still debating if they even want to do it you know so they get to learn mm -hmm. from someone that's so experienced um like you and you've gotten really good at it you know so um yeah and then what about like does your mod help you with the hecklers i'm, I'm sure you get hecklers and annoying trolls and people in the chat and shit like that yeah but we we do this thing where we try not to ban anybody 
We give right. them a chance because most of the time, and there's been a, actually there's there's a handful in my stream that are loyal in my stream now that that started off like talking shit, like this bitch can't DJ, this bitch talks too much, like shit like that. Some That's of so them funny. they do just want like attention. So you give them a I chance. Know. We I, we tell them all the time. Like I tell or or you know the mod or, or my mod or like just that. Like we'll give them a chance. Let them let them like you know get get in the chat and warm up for a little bit. And if they keep talking shit, then then yeah, we time them out or whatever. But for the most part, we don't. We just let them or ignore them. Yeah. I, I got used to it after a while. Right. Because you I really mean, do realize, like, some of these motherfuckers are just fucking weirdos. Like, like, right. like, um, what's today? Friday? Or Wednesday yeah. stream. Some guy was like, uh, would be nice to see some real talent on this platform. Like, something like, uh, God, this DJ is a snooze fest or or do something interesting why don't just shit like that and then right. Come on. we didn't time yeah. him out or ban him i was like no don't do it i was just like, let, let him talk shit it's fine and i didn't acknowledge him on the mic at all and then um just al adds him and and says something like oh well who's your favorite dj like who do you look up to he said zed so i was like okay now we're really not gonna acknowledge this guy we're done you know what i right. mean like some of them, some of you can, some of them just you don't have the same language as they do so it's best to just ignore it yeah and, and you don't know who you're like, talking to it could be some 13 yeah. year old kid that just only Mostly watches Zed on exactly. youtube all day long so it's like you can't take it personal and yeah. worry about it and like you said they just want attention a lot of the time or uh yeah i've had people in my chat and they were saying all this fucked up shit and then within an hour they had subscribed and were talking about like this deep thing where their cousin passed away and all these things. And then they were being real and they became, and then they were like yeah. this cool person in the chat that was friends with everyone. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. That's, that's so, happened a few times. Sometimes you got to give them a, a chance because they really do just want acknowledgement. But also um, I used to, uh, I used to like pop off. Like I was like, I, I, I tell everybody all the time. I can't hide my, like I said earlier, I can't hide my emotions. Yeah. If you piss me off, right. you piss me off and I'm going to fucking talk shit. And yeah. I used to do that. And then, and then, yeah, like eventually you're like, okay, there's a, it is the internet. There's a lot of trolls. You can't control people to say, and at the end of the day, you don't know who these people are. So don't let it get to you. So then I stop after a while. It does become like, ah, eh, whatever. Yeah. But like the first few times I was like, what the, <laughs> who, are you, who are you talking to? I know, especially with the front page thing, like, cause you've been on the front page before. And so that's where you get tons of random ass people writing oh, shit, right? That's when they do, they like try to eat you up and I'm just like, eh. and, and the thing also, the thing with like, like just I, like he won't set my chat to like followers or sub only. He he'll never do that because he's just like, you know, it's Why? It, it like, he just thinks like, uh, it's a good way to get more people in your stream. It's more inviting if, if you're not like on followers mode or if you're not on sub mode or whatever. So he was like, don't right. worry, we got it under control. If there is anybody like heckling you or whatever, we, we just time them out. So yeah. I'm like, okay. So then usually if, if, if I am in like a position like that, I just try not to like read the chat. Cause then right. one thing can ruin my mood for the entire night. So I try not to. Yeah, I know. It's just like normal DJing. The one random person can try to ruin yeah. your night by like talking shit to you or the Why annoying like manager. That? It's like 500 people know. are enjoying your set and then one person comes up to you and your whole night is ruined. We're so sensitive, dude. Or maybe I'm exactly. speaking for myself. I'm sensitive as fuck. 
no, no. I think it's almost all DJs and just human beings. Like you could be DJing a place and you could see the one person not having a good time out of a thousand. And for some reason you're like, oh, what, what's wrong with that person? Or, yeah, you know, yes. oh my it's that God. same, so it's true. the same shit. I don't know. It's some weird human, <laughs> human nature. Yeah. Thing. Exactly. It's like you have 3000 people that are willing to subscribe to your channel among all and then all these thousands, tens of thousands of followers. But if one person says something, it's like, hey, fuck you. Right. You know, I don't know. (laughs) That's it's 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 another life lesson to learn how to let things slide off and not not worry about it. And um, and I've seen like I saw you have Z trip. I've seen you even like have people on your show, like FaceTime style, like have Z trip almost like this, like a podcast talking. Oh, yeah. That oh, that was, so was cool. that was sur- that was surprisingly just like it. It took a left turn in in the best way. And when I say yeah. that, it's because when we had them all, we decided we we had planned to just like have like a quick little Q and A and and you know talk for a little bit, and it ended up being a four hour conversation with I, I I forget. I think we had like more than six k people listening the entire time to to uh, two of us just like talking about life shit we weren't even talking about dj stuff and we weren't even playing music but and 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 like i told him i'm like well we could talk for like 40 minutes well i won't keep you for long and before you know it it's been four hours and we're just talking that's great crazy that was one of my, my my favorite streams definitely it was so good. It definitely st- stood out for me too. Like I don't know if I watched all four hours, but I definitely saw <laughs> <laughs> some of it, and I may have clicked in and out. And I was like, "This is yeah." It was just really cool. And both you guys had great perspectives on everything. And and yeah, I was lucky enough to have Z Trip on this show. And same thing, we talked for almost three hours. I was like, "This is insane." But yeah, he, Z, you definitely get lost in a conversation with Z. He's also yeah. a great storyteller, so you get lost yeah. in that conversation. Totally. And he's so smart and he's been through so much and he has such a good perspective on everything and, um, is, is he's just very unique and and one of a kind and Mm -hmm. not afraid to like take his own path and his own road and just like what, whatever comes with that, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, And he also is like forward thinking the way he's doing, he's been doing Twitch longer than most people already. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's true. Kills it, kills it every every time. Yeah, and you've been able to like grow your merch game too. I know you put out all these really dope hoodies and T-shirts and dope designs, oh, yeah. and that seems like it's so, been going well for you. It has, and 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 again, even that. Um, so going back to me talking about how I never used to put out like promo shit because I've just always been like, eh. same yeah. with merch. Never in my whole DJ career have I ever put out merch like you know people would always be like do stickers do pins whatever or or whatever anything that has to do with my brand or my identity and i would always just be like i don't know how i feel about putting my face on a shirt or putting (laughs) my name on a shirt i just felt like anything that made me feel like i was self-absorbed or self-important made me uncomfortable and you know and and i'd have like i worked with a manager who was just like you need to just like own your shit like be like fuck it like show off brag blah, blah, blah. but i'm like and i tried that approach i i tried to be like yeah i'm that bitch but I, it's just right. not me like it's so uncomfortable so i never put out merch i was never comfortable doing that um but 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 with 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 uh with merch and putting merch out during the pandemic it was fucking it was cool as shit because i met an artist who 
I fell in love with his work. And I think that every time I had an idea in my head, he like just would kill it. And yeah. my favorite thing is that it's not really a picture of me. Cause like I said, yeah. I'm weird about that. It's not like a full on, like my face blown up on a t-shirt. He does um, sketches that have to do with like things I like. Like I love skulls. I love roses. I love, you know, just shit like that. So, um, you know, we've been able to work on art that way and put it out on merch and, the very first drop that I had, I, dude, I was like, what? I didn't think anyone, I didn't even think five people would buy it. And and the five people that bought it were like family members, you know? Yeah. I, I was just like, this is, this is so, this is crazy. And, and, and obviously people that are buying merch from you, it's, it's really just them supporting you because they could buy, they could go to the store and buy their own, whatever yeah. they want. You know, yeah, so knowing course, that people yeah. are really just out there trying to support your shit is, is, it, it's, it's crazy. That's so But dope. yeah, merch, merch has been <laughs> fun. That's great. That's so cool. I mean, the yeah, exactly. Like all the stuff you've learned over this year will just carry on, I feel like, into whatever your career goes from there. You know what I mean? But you, you have those crowds and and now skills to you know put together the merch and all that all that stuff and even i know you've done some in-person gigs like i saw you did a drive-in movie premiere uh during the oh, pandemic yeah. i know it was with a little nona. while ago you didn't yeah. you do some stuff with nona too no uh but i'm cool i mean i talked to michelle actually yesterday shout to michelle pesh um michelle pesh. And, um and like yeah i want to get her on the show and give her perspective you know she kills it Definitely. in the private event world and um she's a great person we were talking yeah like i said yesterday but no i didn't do any of those premieres um that that she was dealing with but i saw you and a few other people did um so i mean what was that like doing the irl um, dj gig well that was my first that was my first and last since the pandemic um right and i, I was confident in taking it because she did assure me that i'm probably only going to come into contact with a total of three people throughout the entire event and even yeah. that was a generous like count for her it was actually just like two people and the whole right. time i played on the stage i was by myself the only person that ever came up to me was the sound guy when we were setting up and other than that that was it. Like there was water for me set up, but like, I didn't have, all I had to do was go up there and, and play. Um, but I, I was, I remember telling her, I was like, this is weird. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it's almost like sad because it's like, you, you know, it's it, it, like, I was excited to go, go out, go outside and DJ, but obviously it's not the same. Um, and then you have to like adapt to like new ways to get people obviously to, to, to interact with you, which was like, instead of like, she would, she would tell, she would, she told us like, instead of telling people shit, like put your hands in the air, you tell people to honk or flash their lights because they're inside their cars. They can't get out of their cars. Um, but, but <laughs> I, I, th that was cool. Like, I will say that when we did that, when I did it during my set, like tell people to like honk in their cars and flash their lights. It was cool because it was equivalent to, you know, getting the woos and the the ahs in the crowd. Um, and everybody was honking. So it was fun. It was cool. Yeah. Only thing is that, you know, you don't see people's expressions in their faces and you don't have physical energy in front of you. So it's different. And it's like this big, it's like this vast space where you actually don't see people. You just see cars, but the music is loud and the energy feels like it's there, but it's not physically there. So right. it's kind of 
it's kind of weird, but um, but I'm not complaining. It was a great it was a great event, and I'm grateful that uh, Michelle was able to get me on that. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it 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 like it it was it was different, and I've had yeah. a, like DJ friends t- talk about it too. Like I've had a few DJ friends do the drive-in. I've had a few DJ friends do like a, a drive-in festival, and you know they all said the same thing. It's it's weird and it's different. And, right, but but it's probably the best we can do right now, unless you're in Texas. <laughs> oh my God, I know. We need um, Fat Man Scoop and uh, Little John to make us um, some party breaks, like oh my honk God, your horn, <laughs> honk your horn to the beat, y'all, honk your horn. To- <laughs> like, oh my God, dude, where my ladies at? Honk twice. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I know you have your stream tonight. I don't want to keep you too long. I had like all these other questions about, like we said, our, our BC, uh, life, but also you have some questions from the internet that we probably would be cool to get into. Um, but something I heard you mention before, uh, there's a lot of trolls that be asking some stupid shit. There, There wasn't very, uh, I mean, well, definitely some DJ Crazy Eyes made a lot of appearances. Uh, (laughs) Someone, a a few people were asking when DJ Crazy Eyes from Insta will be making an appearance. Someone, I don't know, there was a couple different Crazy Eyes questions. (laughs) Well, you know how like on IG you could put filters on? Uh, Yeah. So so those IG live days, I, I... you know, I'd be drunk and it'd be like maybe three in the morning. I would put on filters <laughs> on my face. And one of them was the, the crazy eyes one. Oh, okay. I don't know okay. why that stuck to, dude, that stuck. I was going to say that stuck to people for so long. Not for so long because it's people are still like bringing it up <laughs> to me. But it was just a drunk ass stream one night. And then I streamed the whole way through with that filter, with the with the eyes filter. <laughs> So, and then ever since then, DJ Crazy Eyes was birthed and people still talk about DJ Crazy Eyes. That's fucking funny. I can't believe it. Oh my God. Well, yeah, that was one of them. There was a few others. I mean, nothing crazy, but I mean, I, there were so many, I mean, maybe we'll do a part two one day, but I wanted to find out so many things about your, your BC life and, and like your connection with beat junkies, which I think is so dope. And also like... Mm -hmm. I had heard you mention, um, I think on road or somewhere, your connection with Nasty Nez from Seattle, who is so funny because he's one of the first people I remember meeting and getting in touch with um, for getting sent MP3s for like... Oh, uh, wow. DJing like like in like back in the day with like bum squad DJs and Latin Prince and Nasty Nez. And yeah. Nasty Nez was one of the first people I feel like I have emailed things with about getting sent mp3s to play on my radio show and like stuff like that like so when i heard you mention him i was like oh shit i remember you know always kind of talking to him and and looking up to him and what he was doing and had done so that's cool that you have a connection he helped you start djing right yeah but that that cosign that cosign i feel like took years to to earn he was definitely like harder on me than 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 everybody else around me because he wanted me to be legit obviously he was like no nah, you need to be legit you need to be the real kind of dj and 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 that's 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 how i learned 
the, right. the not even not how I learned how to DJ, but how I learned the the art and culture of DJing and why yes. I respected it so much because I because I you know I was exposed to it the right way through him. It wasn't like I saw somebody on you know what I mean. Like it was in front of yeah. me and I saw it authentically. So he was the one that would always tell me, you know, you need to be the real deal. You can't just be up here fucking wearing a bikini and pushing buttons. He was definitely one of those. So you yeah. know that co-signed a few years to earn, but yeah. But you had like a hardcore mentor that actually showed yeah. you the right things to focus on. So like you knew yeah. the history and all that stuff. Which which That's obviously dope. I'm grateful for because he he set the tone for, you know, what kind of like I guess what kind of what which which part of the culture I really like just was inspired by. Because obviously there's different outlets of 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 the culture. Um yeah. but that was like that's that's what stuck with me and that's the route I wanted to go and that's the route I went and that's you know the crowd that I followed that's the you know what I mean like like even with the beat junkies and all that they were like the gods to me and that's that that to me was what DJing was so so getting my foot in the door I didn't have I didn't really have like exposure to other types of DJs what I knew and thought DJing was was strictly that culture that that pocket which was the beat junkies pocket the invisible scratch pickles like all of that was like what really stuck with me what I thought DJing was I actually yeah, didn't totally. know anything outside of that existed until I really like started to you know go out there and watch other DJs and and you know the internet and all that but um yeah I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm grateful that that was my introduction to DJing because otherwise I wouldn't have wanted, I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to learn any, any other way. So. Right. Shout to Nasty Nez. <laughs> yeah. Shout to Nasty Nez. And you grew up in a very musical family. Like your dad was, uh, dad is a musician and, and that's mm -hmm. how you've always been around music your whole life and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's so, definitely, those are my biggest influences in music. My mom and my mom and my dad. So when people are always like, what you know about that? Are you too young to know about that? And I'm like, that's all I knew though. Like that's what right. it was growing up. So when people, when, when I started, you know, meeting other people outside of my household and that's how they would react to me having, you know, my musical knowledge, it was always how what, you don't know about that. Like what you know, you know what I mean? And it always right. made me feel like, do you think I'm being phony? Like, and, and oh, it's cause no, my, trust my me. parents I know. were, <laughs> yeah people are like oh what do you know about dance hall this it's like i don't know i've spent my entire life researching it and loving yeah. it so it's like you know and exactly yeah, i was around exactly. that and that's what i try to do for my son too like i want he he already knows so many songs and his teacher will be like wow how does he know this and this and this i'm like because we I listen to that. it i play it for him you know like i want him that to matters. know all the different yeah it really does sometimes we'll just mm -hmm. go through and he'll be like when did this song come out i'm like 1965 1998 oh you God. know like and we just try to like it teaches me and then it's like a cool back and forth thing so to hear that your parents instilled you instilled that into you is like i want to do that for my son as much as he wants you know but like yeah. give him that, that culture he's Yep. And he's a sponge right now. He's going to take all of, he's going to be on a podcast in the future and talk about this exactly how I'm talking about my parents. <laughs> yeah. I hope, I hope so. I hope so. He might be on some soccer podcast cause he's like way more into sports oh, than I ever was, cool, but, <laughs> but I'm hoping he'll be like this. He'll be like Mookie Betts, like a star, uh, athlete that also can DJ. <laughs> right. Yeah. That'd be fucking cool. 
Um, all right, well, let's do a couple more um, internet questions, and then I'll let you go and, and get some rest because I know you're going to be. You've already been on a show all morning. You got to do a show all night. You're going to do a ten hour stream. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I told your- you we were. Li- when, when you were like, oh, I'm running a little late. Give me a few sec. Give me a few minutes. I was like, oh, good. I get to fucking make myself a cup of coffee. Oh, good. Sometimes <laughs> I, I'm like, yo, hopefully she's not sitting there waiting. But I know sometimes when people tell me they're late, I'm like, thank God. Like, I'm fucking yeah. already late. <laughs> no, um, it's, it's cool. All right, let's see. Well, someone wrote me on Twitter right before we started and I screenshotted it. Let's see. But it wasn't, I don't even know if it was a real question. Let's see. What did they say? It was something about, Oh, interested to hear how your journey has been thus far and what keeps you motivated. I think we kind of covered that, but you could go through it. Yeah. And, they, and then they wanted to know, um, getting their list ready for the library tips. I don't know if that means music library organization or what they're talking about, but. <laughs> um, well. It's a DJ, as as, so I'm assuming. Maybe they're asking about your music library. And how I prepare my, my music. I don't know. I mean, you can take it how you want. They want to know about your journey thus far. Oh, wait, this is DJ named Vess. And okay. Well, I mean, a- as far as motivation, I think we, we did we did cover that. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'm answering that BC before COVID or if I'm answering that like currently, like what keeps me motivated because right now what keeps me motivated is knowing that every time I come on, there's people that look forward to it and that meet in there every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, like I said, my favorite thing is the fact that every time I come on, it's the same group of people, meaning they, they really do look, you know, they, they look forward to this just as much as I do. And it's like a little meeting place that we have on a weekly basis. And, and, uh, you know, that, that keeps me motivated because if they have time, if they can take time out of their days or their nights to come in here, I better have time out of my days and nights to, to, to come in here as well. You know what I mean? So, so that keeps me. That gets me, that keeps me going. Um, as far as, I don't know if he's asking how I prepare um, my music library or. Well, I if guess, he's uh, a- do, do you have any specific way uh, that you organize your Serato? I'll say this. And I, and I have, I think, I think I've gone asked this and it was on Serato when I got asked this. I suck at organizing music. Actually, if you go through my crates, you know how like some every DJ is different. Different. I feel like um, that. I feel like the way a DJ organizes their crates tells a lot about themselves. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, there's some that organizes it by genre, of course. There's some that organize their crates by by year, by era, by whatever. The way I organize my crates, even my crate titles are like what? <laughs> like, so what I'll usually do is. Um, what I'll usually do, I don't, I, I, I don't utilize, and this is not, this is not a good advice, by the way. Don't, don't take this advice. I don't, I don't use sub crates or what, what is that? The smart, the, yeah, the yeah, that, smart that new feature. Smart yeah, crates, uh, I think, yeah. Cut corners tried to teach me how to use it, but um, it went in one ear and out the other because I feel like I was just like, I, 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 we were originally talking about my laptop, my Serato crashing on the stream every time I stream after four hours. After four hours my Serato would always crash. So we were talking oh, about no. that. And then he, you know, taught me how to do crates and all that. But I was just like, I was distracted. But anyways, so the way I do my crates and, and the reason I suck at organizing my crates is because I've had my shit crash so many times that whenever it crashes, 
I don't know if this has happened to any other DJ, but my crates go out of whack. Like they, 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 they're like out of order. Some are gone. Right. I don't know what it is. I don't know how that happens. Crazy. So eventually I just got tired of organizing my crates. And now what I do is if I'm playing from an all folder or if I'm playing from an old crate and I add new things to it, I, I, I'll create that crate after that set, if that makes sense. So, so, so what I'll do is I'll go on my history control, like select all and put it in a new crate and I'll title that crate something like maybe, maybe I'll say something like I'll, I'll put a, um, I'll put a date or I'll put like an emoji or I'll put like a, what I was feeling that day, but it's not necessarily a genre or it's not necessarily like a, a type of music. It's just, yeah. this is what I played on this day. And, and I think it makes sense for me, even, even before streaming this, it made the most sense for me only because even when I'm DJing sets that are like, uh, say it's more like headliner kind of set, I still mix in a bunch of, random shit yeah yeah so, so i can't i can't name my crates like headliner set or i can't name my crates like prime time or i can't name my sets opener because i really am just when i play in, in general i'm all i'm all i'm all over the place so it's it's easier for me to find things that i'm looking for depending on when i played it where i played it so my crates are like i played this at tau i played this at beauty in essex you know what i mean like that's how yeah. i organize my crates yeah that's yeah, how i totally. find it because it for me the way my mental works or my my memory works is I I remember things I remember songs based on where I played it and when when I played it totally so that's same. how I organize I know what you mean crates. yeah you know I mean I'm like or it could be like I was at the park I'll name that crate park you know yeah it's no, not I, it's not necessarily same. I like have a similar modern. similar way so that makes sense yeah that's that for me works the best uh. I've I've had other DJs give me different types of tips on how to organize crates, but it just never worked for me. So, yeah, I'm 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 uh I'm it's not organized at all is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay, so don't listen. But to it works. <laughs> it works for her. Everyone has their own method. Some people are more organized than others. I'm I'm on your team with that uh, organization method yeah. <laughs> and being unorganized about it. Um, yeah, but again, everybody has their own way. So yeah, totally. Um, all right, let's do a couple more and then we can get out of here. Let's see. Um, Ryan Palak uh, says, how were her and Just Style able to foster such an, um, such an awesome community of people? Oh, that's sweet. That's uh, Sabbath Games, by the way. Um, so, so a lot of people don't, if, if they're new to the stream, I feel like they, they don't realize, uh, that, uh, he is like extended family. So we've known each other for the longest time. So we've always just had like, uh, we've always had that kind of chemistry. We're very open with each other for the most part, brutally honest with each other. We've fought so many times and argued so many times just on like things that have to do with streaming. Like obviously like creatively either we're like right on the same page or we just clash you know what i mean yeah. but but i think what works best with us and and what like helps us the most is the fact that we are very honest and open with each other so um anything stream related we that we and, and we, we will sit and work on stream shit for like hours and it works because we're honest and we tell each other like how, you know how we feel about this what we think about this um 
And he, he does, he comes on my stream all the time. He is a fixture in my stream. Uh, I like that. Like we can just go up there and talk shit to each other or like tell jokes and whatever. And I think it, you know, makes people feel more, I guess like at home or like, they're just like hanging out with, with homies yeah. and shit. Um, but yeah, I always tell him, I'm like, want to act like show them how we we are with each other like we talk a lot of shit to each other we you know we bust each other's balls and shit like and that's how we are on the stream too and 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 people like you know people people like it i guess because it's 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 how we are and it's real oh and actually the funny thing too is uh when we met we met a, a couple of people from the stream off the stream in real life and the first thing they said was I can't believe that's how you guys actually are in real life. Cause they thought it was like, you know, we were like putting up a, a, an act right. and they were like, damn, you guys are even worse in person. Like we really do fucking talk shit. And I'm like, Oh that's no. Yeah. That's like, that's some real shit. Like you actually, you guys only get a little bit of it on the stream, but in real life, we're like real brother and sister. We like have beef. We yell at each other, but I mean, it works. It works. It works. Um, it works great because we have we have um i would say like the perfect chemistry when it comes to like working and and like just getting down to business like like i said like there's times where we'll um plan shit for the stream and sit in the studio for hours just planning shit for the stream you know right. so yeah dope um all right and let's see what else uh i psychotic one eye uh if the pandemic was over, would Bella still continue to stream on Twitch? Absolutely, 100%. And I've actually already promised them on the stream. I was like, hold me to my word. I'm gonna, I was like, if I don't, if I, if I fail at this, you guys can come hunt me at yeah. my gig, throw a drink at me and be like, bitch, you lied to us. Cause, cause I will, <laughs> I, I for sure will. I mean, like I said, like there's, there's um groups of people that i would have never reached if would have never or, or probably would never reach if even when i go back out into the real world like having people watch from like freaking zimbabwe nigeria australia Crazy. new zealand brazil ireland like you know like maybe i'll i don't know if i'll ever get to play at these places but on twitch i do get to play at these places for these people and and connect yeah. with people on like a global level at the same time, you know what I mean? Everything, it's just, I, I for sure will. And I, and, and like I said, like, like building this, this new group of people that I've had to support everything that I do has been more meaningful to me than everything of everything else that I've done in my DJ career. And I can't just like, when I go back out into real world, I'm not just going to be like, well, peace out guys. I'm a DJ again, like a real DJ. So I got to go. You know what I mean? I'm not just, I, yeah, I can't totally. just, do that like these people mean a lot to me now and like i said like it's deeper than just streaming now um so i i i i don't think i could just leave like that maybe in the future i'll plan some sort of schedule you know the good thing is i stream on weekdays so right. i could probably still keep weekdays and then dj on the weekends you know but yeah no twitch forever until we get kicked off that shit <laughs> twitch forever let's go exactly and you can move it around i'm sure they'll 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 go with your schedule changes if you needed to yeah, yeah. and stream from the club i guess i see people like chris via and people doing that 
Yeah. I, I mean, even when I go back to DJing um, or like in Vegas, like I've had DJ homies in Vegas tell me like, if you need to, if you start coming out here, like you could stream at my right. studio or my pad and I'll be like, oh, perfect. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just we start traveling again. You're like, all right, I'm gonna use your studio for an hour, do my stream, then go to the club yeah, and do that. Exactly. That's crazy to think about. All right, let's do one last one. If it was, oh, this is by Inked Up eighty seven. If it wasn't for Twitch, what would you be doing during this pandemic? Um, probably have gone crazy by now. <laughs> completely crazy by now. Who knows? Yeah. So. That, that's all that's it. That's all I could, it, it, it's, this thing has kept me uh, sane. So I, if I wasn't doing this, I'd probably be crazy right now. Yeah, I think we all would be. Um, dope. Well, before we get out of here, do you have uh, you have any like final things you want to promote? Like you said, you did that Craig David remix that is super dope. If you guys have not got that, I love it. Thank and you, you should go get it. Yeah, it's really really good for like I, I all types of genres it. too. Yeah, yeah I, I appreciate that DJs have been um, supporting that remix. But yeah, if you haven't copped it, it's on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash select start sound. Um, that's a Craig David remix by Justal and myself. Other than that, I haven't put out any mixes because I feel like I do enough of it on Twitch. Yeah, you do. Um, right. And then other than that, nothing else to promote other than my socials. At oh. DJ Bell Fiasco on everything. And I should promote one thing. Do it. My Twitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we've just done for the past two oh, hours. <laughs> so what's the Twitch address? Bella Fiasco. <laughs> All right. Twitch.tv slash DJ Bella Fiasco. Go there. Subscribe. Do it all. You will not regret it. Um <laughs> Do you have any final words, I guess, pieces of advice or things you've learned from this quarantine or things you want to spread to other DJs, whether they're young or um, up and coming or whatever? Well, I, think, I think we, I think we covered it um, yeah, along the way did. in the last uh, couple hours, but Agreed. I do want to end on, um, on the thank you. Thank you to you for having me on this. I, this was, this has been a blast and I'm glad I got to do this again. I totally, I, was, I couldn't wait to do this because the last one I did was at the top of the pandemic and i'm pretty sure right. that everything that i said in that podcast doesn't even matter anymore because so much changed within the last seven months you know so i'm happy yeah. that i got to do this and um like i said again my biggest thank you is to people who have just been supporting the streams uh, just been super loyal and consistent with the streams i'm i'm always going to be just overwhelmed with gratefulness because it's 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 overwhelming every day i'm just like shocked that it is what it is so yeah shout out to the 1034 family i appreciate everyone that's like you know just been supporting because and, and the weird thing too is it I'm trying to say this without sounding like i'm bitter but maybe i am bitter <laughs> but I think more disappointed than anything. Um, and a lot of DJ peers have said the same thing. Um, it, it's kind of crazy seeing that we've been doing this for, you know, more than half a year. And it, it's it's like filtered out, like who really supports you and, and who doesn't, you know? And, and, yeah. and, and I've, I mean, like I said, like we've been doing this for eight months. And if I've been like asking a friend or a colleague, like, hey, pop in on my stream at least once, like see if you like it, like just hang out, check it out for yourself. I've had peers that 
I've either helped along the way or have worked with or have just like, you know, I've, I've rode for them, not even pop into like one stream, not, not once. And it's just crazy. Cause it's like, it's like, you know, like once we go back out in the real world, you do know that like our working relationship is not going to be the same. Cause now it's like, you weren't, it's like, I, I'm just going to feel like you weren't there, you know? And these were like the most trying times for us. Like as a creative, like the last eight months, we've just been trying to do anything and everything that works. So any little bit of support goes a long way. And the yeah. fact that a lot of, you know, these peers haven't been there, not even once it's, it's, you know, in, in some ways it's discouraging and others it's, it's disappointing and it's sad, but it's, it's kind of, like I said, like it's filtering out those who really like supported you and rock with you and who don't so that moving forward, you know, who you're, you know, who you, who the real ones are and who aren't. And, um, and I, and I was able to do a lot of those like filtering out, um, during the last eight months. I don't know how we got to this. I was, I'm, I'm sorry. I meant to, I really wanted to <laughs> it's end all this good. On, on like a thank you note. Like, I just want to thank everyone who has been just like super loyal and supportive because I'm overly grateful and that's it. Yes, I think that's good. No, and you were just showing the other side of it. I mean, now is an easy time to support. You're not asking them to come out to a bar or fly out to a club or do something like those yeah, people. That's, I would say that. I'd be like, dude, it's an app on your phone. You could be shitting right. on the toilet and watching me at the same time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay. That's, that's what I tell people to do during my stream. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, I'm like, yo, make, put a one in the chat. If you're taking a shit right now, let's shit. go <laughs> flush the toilet. Let's go all at the same time. Oh yeah. God. I mean, it's, <laughs> but exactly. I, I think that, um, that does say a lot about, uh, the real ones or not. So, but yes, the mm -hmm. overall, the overarching thing is thank you to all the supporters. It is easy to support yep. people. I've tried to personally support. Cause I've noticed like in the beginning, I'd be like, what up? They'd be like, Oh shit, spiders in here. And I'm like, hell yeah. And they're like, is that really you? I'm like, yes, I'm here. I'm, I'm supporting you. I think yeah. this is dope what you're doing. I'm learning from it. I'm enjoying it. You know, it's like, I want to be there. I try to just go over probably more than i need to like in everyone's stream because i like it but also to yeah. show the support of like we're all out here together we're all here to help each other and and yeah. keep building it I you know that. so yeah, yeah. i Don't, love it well, I, I love i love yeah. i love how um i love the camaraderie that i've seen in the dj community in the past yeah, eight months because i've never ever seen it in in this culture like i yeah. at least in my, in, in my time i've never seen it happen like everybody's about all about pride and ego and you know to eat you're on your own type of mentality yeah and then during the pandemic we've all just been able to help each other and it's fucking beautiful even like building friendships with djs that i've never talked to outside of this like it's been yeah. there's been a lot of blessings and silver linings um during this pandemic so can't complain you know yeah, exactly. Especially if you're healthy and here mm -hmm. and we have the ability to talk and still stream and do right. all that. So much bad stuff's happened that like just got to be grateful for every second we're here and every opportunity we yep. got and yep. all the people that are supporting. So, yeah, no, this was so great having you on the podcast. You gave us so much good this. insight and, uh, you know, loved hearing all aspects of everything. I know it was very heavy Twitch stream and streaming, but um, that's our life, like you said. And I know, right? 
You're one of the best at it. So, so, so glad to have you on the show. Thank you for taking the time to come on and, um, everybody go follow her and subscribe. I will be watching her stream tonight. And uh, no, don't. there's a lot of bullshit going on. <laughs> if you are watching, you got to have like a shot ready or something. Okay. I won't watch. No, no, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> you're drunk like everyone else. I'm pretty sure everyone pretends to be drunk with me just to see me get even more drunk, but <laughs> You gotta have a just bottle of tequila with water in it. Like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm drinking. It. I know, I know. I tried, but I actually do need a drink now. It's fucking terrible, but it helps with my helps with my nerves and just like helps me. Like, yeah, it, it, it just helps me. It just helps my mood. I hate to admit no, it, but I it get helps it. my of mood. Of course, at the end we'll need the Twitch uh, detox AA meetings or uh, something. But <laughs> that's for sure. I never drank this much in my life until fucking I started streaming. That's crazy, but I know I've seen a lot. A lot of people have been drinking a lot. I get it. I mean, now now's the time for that. Yeah, uh, we're all at home anyway. It's not like we have to drunk drive somewhere. I know that's the good and bad. Not that the drunk drive, but the fact that when you turn <laughs> off the camera and then you're just all in the. At least you're with just out. Uh, it's like sometimes when you're all alone streaming, it's just pure silence, and you're like, I what know, the hell? like dude. you don't even get to walk to the diner to order the pancakes, or like oh you're just God. like go to your fridge, like what's still in here, you know. <laughs> Post stream depression though is a real thing now. It's a real yeah. fucking thing dude i know and post stream uh energy in a way like i can't go to sleep oh, yeah. i'll finish at 3 30 in the morning i'll be like i gotta go to sleep and then at 5 30 in the morning i'm like i'm so awake i'm all pumped up like from my stream yeah oh i feel that i know it's crazy um all right dope well shit get some rest or do something take a nap before tonight <laughs> maybe i think i'm gonna go eat and drink some more coffee Good idea. All right. Well, yo, uh, whatever you want to do is good. And yo, Bella Fiasco, thank you so much for coming on the thank 20 podcast. You. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you not IRL and then eventually IRL. Yeah. See you tonight when I'm drunk on my stream. Okay. I will do a God shot with you it. tonight. <laughs> Thanks for having me on this. I really do appreciate it. This was, yeah, this was fun. For sure. Thanks for taking the time. All right. Thank you, peace. Spider. Bye. All right. Another great interview in the books. Thank you so much to Bella Fiasco for coming on the 20 podcast and being here with us. I am DJ Spider. Make sure you keep in touch with me at DJ Spider, DJ S-P-I-D-E-R on Instagram or Twitch. Send me your messages. Let me know anything I can help you guys out with or topics you want to talk about on the show. Also, you can hit my website, D-E-E-J-A-Y-S-P-I-D-E-R, DJ Spider, and head into my Discord, which is linked through my Twitch. I put a lot of my edits and new things that I'm working on, um, edits, remixes, and things in there for all of you guys to download and enjoy. Um, and yes, huge shout to Bella Fiasco. I got the utmost respect for her and I really enjoyed that conversation. I hope you guys did too. The 20 podcast is produced by BeatSource. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. I'm DJ Spider signing off. Peace. And that was the 20 with DJ Spider.